0: Okay, but the real question is is a cereal a soup?
1: Mm, cereal is 100% tough. a soup. I mean, it depends on if you put milk
2: in it. I it's put not, water in it. Isn't so. soup but,
0: supposed to be hot, though? You
2: have yeah. cold soups. That's Isn't that a. Um, Split pea soup? Spacho? Yeah. Yep. Spacho, yeah. Yep. You can have like a bisque that's like milk based. Mm. Cereal is a soup. I'm getting texted uh, by Kate. Blast me. Also, some <laughs> soups
0: are cold. Kiswa
1: show. Hey, Thanks, Kate. <laughs> she's, she's a real one. Okay? Yeah. She understands.
0: Jake, I hear you have a story for
1: us. Yes,
3: it's not a story. We don't do stories on this podcast. Sorry. Oh, that's. But I found this Kotaku article of the. Somebody
4: has to read the intro. We can't not read the intro. That's your job. That's
1: you're running running this thing. You give me so much. I don't know. Nobody said.
4: Nobody said I was. Uh, Three, two, one. one. Alex, read the
1: intro. All right.
4: (laughs) Uh, Welcome back to the forecast, episode one sixty one forecast is a bi-weekly podcast streamed on thursdays and released in youtube podcasts on fridays we're a community of people that love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games and board games to film and tv and our everyday life experiences if you like to know more about what we do you can find us at facebook.com slash the horizon fb or you can come hang out on our discord channel or you can uh, check us out at wearethehorizon.com um we yeah, got a bunch of original ran...
1: content for you. You know, we got stuff for you to browse <laughs> there. We got a multi arc Starfinder adventure, the Discordant signal signal. Jesus, I cannot talk. Uh, so additionally, joy, yeah. everything this... that we talk about is gonna be over in the cats uh, the cast notes, uh, which is pushed out to whatever podcast app you're using and uh, you know uh listening to us right now on. Uh I'm Owen. Hello guys, gals, and non binary pals, and with me today we got Alex. You just you just
4: stole it. You just in the middle, just took <laughs> over.
5: Popcorning, it's called just popcorning,
1: it and then someone else can jump in. You know, I was
4: considering doing like a more natural <laughs> list <laughs> of things that we do. Like I was gonna say, like Monday nights, you can catch our Starfinder stream. Yeah, you Fr- can do that usually too. Usually Fridays, we have Jake streaming on the on the channel, so he does fun stuff
2: like okay. spooky <laughs> streams. These last a yeah, couple we
1: got, of times. We got Jake. Jake, out. Say hi. Hello. Say I'm hi Jake. to the viewers at home. We got a Caleb. No, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. And we got a Chad.
0: And Aaron steps away for one time, and it just all falls apart. Everything falls apart.
1: We need his leadership. Uh, But you know what? He's going to be back on Saturday uh, for our 24-hour stream that we're doing. So, uh, hi. If you like us, and you like uh, helping out kids in need, come check out the 24-hour stream. We're going to play a bunch of video games, raise a bunch of money for extra life. It's all for a good cause. It's all for kids in hospitals. Uh, And nobody wants kids in hospitals, so donate, help them not be there or have a better time while they are there.
3: Pay money to kick kids out of hospitals. You heard <laughs> it here first. Kind of Get of them out of there. No we, one wants them. We want them
1: there and leaving healthy nope, not just like them, throwing them into the streets.
3: Into the streets where they belong.
0: You may bring your kid to a hospital. We don't want them there though. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious.
3: <laughs> wow, Owen hates healthcare for children.
0: The Horizon hates hospitals is what I've heard here.
1: Write it down. We're to the HHH. Cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, please. Uh, hang I, have out with I have an intro. I have an intro. Yes. You a for us,
3: I have a list of the all of the Dragon Ball movies ranked from worst to best.
5: Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy.
3: Prior oh. to prior oh to the most recent one. Prior to I don't even remember the name of it. Something. Dragon
4: super. Ball Super Superhero.
3: Not,
1: that's not that's that such hard a bad of a name. That's the
3: name. That's the <laughs> name? Awful. they went with that. But so what? I what I wanted to do is I wanted you, I wanted to run by. What do you think is the worst one? What do you think is the best one? And then I was r- gonna run a few uh, titles by you, and yeah. see how closely you can tell us what they're about. So right now, what is your <laughs> guess for the worst one on this list?
1: Oh, can I can I put in a, can I put in one for this? Uh, sure. It's the live action one, right? <laughs> Like if it's the live action movie counts.
2: It
3: is yes. Dragon Ball Evolution. That okay. is the worst one. But okay, yeah. fine then. Next one. What do you think the next one is?
1: The the actual like animated one. I
3: believe this one, I'm gonna click on the slide. This looks animated. It looks <laughs> bad.
2: <laughs> hmm I don't know.
4: Cooler's revenge, Broly? maybe Broly. Oh, okay, one of the Broly Bio movies.
2: Broly?
1: By I thought Broly. all the Broly movies were good. Apparently like, like, not this the one. No, that He's going to the no.
4: bathroom. So. <laughs> this, is, this is like the old non-canon Broly before he actually existed in the real Dragon Ball fiction.
3: After arriving what? on the mysterious <laughs> island of Mr. Satan's rival, Jagabada, love it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people do battle against a horde of scientific monstrosities, most notably a genetically modified Broly.
2: That's, that's I, good stuff. Like, he looks I like a, a big goo monster. Episode. I think from here on they're all good. So
0: all of them. <laughs> do you I do want to point out you did say cooler, and that is the third worst. <laughs> okay. So you were very yeah, close. Yeah.
3: I didn't hear you say okay. Yes, that is in fact number. four. Three on this list.
0: So, just an anecdotal story of Cooler's revenge. Uh, back when I was in third grade, this this movie was out, I guess, Good
1: or Lord. or there was That's some other, yeah, there was some
0: other. Maybe it was fourth. I don't know. But we were able to bring in uh either a movie or a song or something for like quote unquote show and tell, and ah. we got told. I guess our teacher just really hated Dragon Ball and anything to do with <laughs> these animated movies. And so we got told that uh, as soon as the title card comes up, she considered that to be one episode. So basically, it gets through like two minutes of the movie, the title card comes up, she's like, alright, there's another episode coming up, so we can no longer watch this, and then we moved on to a different movie, and I was so upset.
2: Wow.
3: What? That's wild. (laughs) That is so crazy.
0: Yeah, she hated Dragon Ball. Mm.
3: Yeah, clearly, Damn.
4: So I just guessed Cooler's Revenge because I've always felt like Cooler's really goofy. Cooler's uh, Frieza's brother, and they all have to have names that relate to being cold for some reason. <laughs> like, their father's name is King Cold. Uh, and
5: King
1: Cold. There's
4: a, there's a guy from the same race from a different universe in Dragon Ball Super, and his name is Frost.
1: Is it Jack Frost? No.
5: <laughs> Frost no. is
1: like an okay name. Frieza, Frost, those are fine. Cooler? Cooler, dude. Cooler's
4: not
3: great.
2: Alex, do you want to tell me about a movie called Lord Slug? Man. I don't remember that one. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, he's secretly a
3: Namekian. He reveals he's a secretly a Namekian by regrowing an arm.
4: Oh, okay. Mecha have regeneration Generation powers, yeah.
3: Proto Super Saiyan?
4: That's not a thing.
5: I don't.
3: I don't know, man.
4: <laughs> Proto Super Saiyan.
3: It's like I guess it was Super Saiyan before Super Saiyan.
4: Man, some of these old Dragon Ball movies, I do not remember.
3: Mm, so you don't remember Curse of the Blood Rubies? I'm gonna assume.
2: The Blood Rubies. It sounds about, familiar.
3: About how Goku met Bulma, Yamcha, and Master Roshi.
1: Oh, this is a Dragon Ball movie. Not even a Z. Yeah. Oh, oh you're okay. right.
3: This is a Dragon Ball movie.
1: That was old. When
3: he's a little one. Yeah, most of these. Are I
4: have seen Dragon Ball.
3: Mm, so you, you skipped Curse of the Blood Rubies, then? <laughs> yeah, I
4: don't think I've seen the movies for Dragon Ball. I didn't. I wasn't aware that there were movies for Dragon Ball. I'm a fake what fan, about- really. Yeah.
5: Little Goku <laughs> with little in wrong.
4: suits looks yeah. amazing.
3: <laughs> what about BoJack Unbound?
4: Oh, Bojack is
3: a horse? A yeah. Saiyan?
4: No, he's um, I think it's Goku's father, right? No, that's Bardock. Shoot, who's Bojack?
0: The, the horse? <laughs> 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 uh, he's a blue guy with orange hair.
4: Hmm, man, these he are also has yeah. orange eyebrows. These are not sounding great so far.
0: I mean this is Bojack
2: Unbound I, is like the 11th on this list. I think I remember this one a little bit. Or it might just
0: be I just remember Bojack in like one of the games or something like
5: that. Could be. I feel like I've
3: not <laughs> yeah, seen dude. Bojack in any of these in any game, but I
1: don't know. Um, but, but, but the how return about
4: Turn of Cooler? Yes.
1: Bojack's That's... apparently just like a space pirate? <laughs> Hey, man, when
3: you run out of ideas, run out of them hard.
1: Yeah. Just go (laughs) ahead. Space Pirate. Space
3: Pirate. You want to talk about Return of Cooler? One you actually know?
4: He gets, like, metal, I think, in that one. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. You are metal? Yeah. Like, he turns into metal? Yeah.
3: He is cybernetically enhanced. Mm. (laughs) I
4: wonder if that came out after they did that to Frieza. Or if they just stole that idea and did it to Frieza in the show later. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Because they do bring back Frieza as a cyborg.
3: Is that in the show when Trunks kills him in like one hit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. I do remember something. How about, and this one, this one is 16th on the list. The Tree of Might?
4: Yeah, Tree of Might, I remember being good.
2: I couldn't tell you what happens in that. I do remember liking it. I think it had, like, pirates. Again, pirate themed coming back. Mm. These, I'm finding these
3: descriptions on the site. I thought they would be better, but they're not very good. They're actually very bad. Mm. They're clips, and they're also not helpful.
4: Turl's a Saiyan space pirate, plants a tree to absorb life on Earth. Goku must stop his doppelganger before. From using the tree, what
3: that's a good. That that's a good plot. That's, that's a good plot nothing. right there. <laughs> Goku has to stop a tree.
4: <laughs> okay, so right, trying- it's
0: absorbing all the life on Earth. This has nothing to do with Dragon Ball Z, but this website pretty weird because if you put this window very small onto like the left or right side of your your monitor, the slide falls apart, and you're just able to scroll through all of it. Mm, <laughs>
3: classic. Good job, Kotaku. I, you, <laughs> were, you were talking
0: about slides earlier I was like what is he talking about and then I made it full screen and I was like oh it's a- there's actually a slideshow here
5: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> what do you think if you've not looked at it what do you think the best the best one is I'm just gonna jump ahead
4: oh best I think one of the recent ones is probably the
2: best like um like maybe Battle of Gods that one's really good that's up there that is number um,
3: four
4: or number Broly, four. maybe Broly was actually really, oh, that's really good number
5: three.
3: <laughs>
2: Ooh. hmm. What do they put above that? You've already said the name of number two, technically. True. I have. Mm hmm. You were when you were guessing who.
3: Bojack was, you were guessing who Bojack oh,
2: was Bardock.
3: That is number two Bardock, father of Goku, number one.
2: Wow. Number okay. one.
0: I feel like a hint for this one would be like
2: during the Android saga. It's like everybody's favorite character. The Android saga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like on an it, Android. It's a decent get, or a decent hint. Uh, Super Android thirteen.
3: Unbelievable! Not even
4: wow. close. <laughs> embarrassing.
0: Honestly, wow. embarrassing.
4: Uh, he has a sword. <laughs> Trunks. okay mm-hmm.
3: history of <laughs> trunks, is a trunks is movie number one you didn't even Man. know about history of trunks fake fan fake fan that. Yeah, yeah. that's what we've one all on learned this list. from this we've all watched history of trunks this was in history class
2: yeah obviously <laughs> i did a book report
3: on this yeah uh but i guess it's about trunks in the future killing androids or whatever yeah. i don't know <laughs> that's in the show apparently it's really good <laughs> i don't know I don't watch History Ball. of
0: Trunks, huh? <laughs> Literally just the show. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's just Dragon Ball Z, whatever.
0: Of course it's the best, because it's like, so close to the actual canon of the show.
3: Honestly, I think it's just that it's about Trunks, who's the cool guy who shows up with a sword from the future.
0: Yeah, and I apparently mean, much- time travels. Pretty much, as soon know as that he knows he came out with a sword, even though he's a super saiyan. He's like, I ah, got a sword. It's like, why do you yeah, have a I sword? Need, like, why a do you sword. need? Why do you need the sword? <laughs> it's like, this punch like, really ball. good.
5: Does he ever actually a special use this sword? sword? Oh yeah. Just... yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. That's how Freeza he kills Frieza. That's hit. yeah. That's <laughs> why
0: Frieza's like recreated with like mechanical parts. It's because he comes over and just whoosh, flashes Frieza in half.
4: It's not just a sword. It's the Z sword. Oh my gosh.
3: Which
4: is Z stand for? Z stands for. Because it's Z's Dragon, Ball, Dragon Z.
3: Ball Z. Ah, of course.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: they are the Z fighters. For yeah, some reason. I never reason. really yeah.
3: that when I was younger. What does that mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it means that a bunch of Zs are coming after them. And they're just like...
3: Gotta you know, fight them. punching Gotta fight the alphabet. Zs. Yeah. Love it. Good
0: show. Good show.
4: It sounds great. He chops uh, Frieza or, up into a lot of bits
1: with the sword.
0: Alternatively, mm-hmm. all of them are very sleepy. And they're they're fighting the Zs. Mm. Ah, it's all coming together.
1: They're exhausted from killing all these
2: androids and such. Mm -hmm. They're getting tired. Mm -hmm. They're the sleepy fighters. Goku's (laughs) over there like... Not (laughs) enough. (laughs) That's why he has to go into the whatever, ultra instinct thing. He
1: he just falls asleep. And his reactions Mm -hmm. take over. That way he gets a little
3: rest. It's all coming together. (laughs) That's what we're going to be doing on Saturday. Are we going to be the Z Fighters?
4: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you play as, oh, like, sorry. average citizens. Yeah. I want to <laughs> be the
1: pig. They seem chill. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that game works. I made a whole character. Do I get to play as them or do I pick a pig character? No, he plays the character you made. I think he plays them if you're the if you're one of the not the bad guy, right?
3: I don't know. I don't know. The tutorial told me virtually nothing. We're talking about Dragon yeah, Ball's fighter bad. breakers. The breakers.
1: Breakers. Yeah. The, the breakers, tutorial yeah. is I mean, maybe
3: the worst tutorial I've ever played it's in the really history of forever. Tutorial. I think it's I feel like I know long. less. After having gone through the tutorial, I know less about what the game is gonna be about.
1: I think it taught me like one thing that I might use you which need, is the radar thing. That's like You it. need
3: keys.
2: Yeah. I don't know. That is, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think it's a good <laughs> game, but I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, it's on be to fun our regular. Group. Oh, I'm, I'm sure
3: we'll have a good time. Yeah.
2: I, I'm st- go I am genuinely 13,
3: excited sure. about it, but I
2: don't think it's going to be good.
0: It's going to be the best. <laughs> We're actually going to play it for all 24 hours as soon as we open Ooh, the game wow. and start playing it.
1: Ooh, mm, Not going to want to to cancel knows. the rest of the agenda. I've I've got I've got incentives that have to be paid, you know. People <laughs> have already broken the the uh, speed run for um uh Neon White, so I got to play some Neon White because the, the we, I raised enough to hit that incentive. So that's happening. Well, you can just say that after the 24 hours. For the 25th time. hour, we'll
3: be yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Technically it just rolls around to the 24th again cuz we're doing it on daily white, savings yeah. again. <laughs> mhm. I mean, you and Aaron. Aaron's gonna have to eat like 500 hot dogs or something, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard he's this gonna is our like...
4: bankrupt Derek, Derek <laughs> by yeah. eating a thousand hot dogs.
1: <laughs> I heard this is our like second to last daylight savings or something. <laughs> oh yeah, man, we can yeah, only
4: they're stopping <laughs> <Yeah>. daylight <laughs> yeah. savings at some some point. Yeah,
0: good. The, wasn't one portion of government has already voted on it and been like, "Yeah, get it out of here," and then the other portion of government's like, like, "Hey, yo, uh, we got more important things to do," and I'm like. Literally just vote on it. Like just yeah. say yes. Just say get yes. It out of here. Make just it go away. less than an hour. Like just, just
3: get rid of it. Save us from this. Like, what other
0: important things are you doing? I mean our gas prices are through Arguing. the roof, so like,
1: you know <laughs> obviously you're not doing much. There's one person that really likes that is just planning on filibustering, so they're holding on. Yeah, they're in the <laughs> pocket of big time.
5: It,
0: it, <laughs> yeah. it ultimately has to be that it there's other fine. text in there that like somebody doesn't like. Oh, it, I'm it, sure. They just need to literally just put this one sentence, get rid of daylight savings, that's it. That's all you need to vote on. <laughs> yeah, that's they the need whole
5: need
2: thing. Get rid of everything else. Uh, Owen. Yeah. Nice uh, tunic sweatshirt you got there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I hear that some people have been playing tunic this week. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know who that is. Oh my god! What does that say in the tunic language? I have no fucking idea. Wow! Wait, I have I have it's just a tunic shirts wow and two of them have <laughs> the, the, the I have four tunic shirts and a sweater and two of the shirts and the sweater all have the the tunic language and I do not have any idea what the fuck this says. Oh my god! The back looks cool though. I don't know if I can. Hold
5: on, if I can get that.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Audio listeners, he's now
4: showing <laughs> us his back.
5: <laughs> it's and, a good as back. you can hear, smacking his mic a, with his Oma. It's Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get
4: the the haptic feedback of the audio <laughs> in your ASMR ears.
1: Of... Yeah. They have Tunic. Um,
4: most of us played Tunic a while ago, but Chad just started playing Tunic. You oh, so just, about...
1: oh, is it my
0: category now? Are we moving to me? Is it supposed <laughs> yeah, to have yeah. yeah, a such a
4: sick transition, dude? It's
0: Cata AF, man. All right. Yeah, so I uh... It was
4: a fake out transition. I said Owen and it's actually going to you. It's actually wow. going to you
0: because we were talking I, about two. I went to a conference, uh conference a couple of days long, but then after that I went and visited with my in laws. So my uh brother over here, Alex, uh,
1: gave me the Steam Deck. Whoa. I, I
0: don't
1: think
4: we've ever revealed that we're brothers. That's like breaking the version.
5: Yeah. Can we <laughs> yeah, yeah, edit that, that out, come come out later? Out. <laughs>
0: Honestly, every time I talk about this, this, the Steam Deck, I always get tongue-tied because I, right in front of me, the first product that I ever bought that had Deck in the name was stream Deck from Elgato. So I always yeah. want to say, like, I have to force myself to pause and it'd be like, mm, Steam Deck. Anyways, played some Steam Deck, uh whipped through a couple games trying to figure out like which one felt most comfortable on on the uh, controls of Steam Deck. I actually texted uh, Alex at one point point was like, hey, can you play this on control? Like, could you connect a controller to this this handheld device? Because <laughs> I hate holding this device.
5: Mm.
0: After a while of playing, I got used to it. But I um, played like some Elden Ring, uh, some Stray. Uh, I played Hollow Knight on the airplane out there and pretty much quit instantly. Um, I need to get into that game a little more, I guess. I've heard that the first like hour is bad. Yeah. So, unfortunately, uh, but yeah, Tunic was one that I actually you know stuck with, with for a little bit longer than than most on the uh, the Steam Deck. It felt um, slow paced enough, but also there was you know some action there and and puzzles to solve. To actually be able to hold the device and not you know have to dodge out of the way of uh, a flurry of attacks from like an Elden boss. Um, which sidebar, I did play Elden Ring and and I was on uh some boss that I couldn't beat, tried it like 20, 25 times, and then mm-hmm. came home, two shot him, like on my twenty seven inch, you know, actually yeah. able to dodge, actually able to see. Um but yeah, tunic is uh it's interesting. It's um I mean, I feel like we've already talked about this game in length on this podcast, but uh yeah. souls like I enjoy it. Uh, I think once again seeing it on my screen and not on the Steam Deck will be much better because there are definitely a a ton of paths that uh, I have already found while watching it on my 27-inch monitor that I could not see on the Steam Deck uh, screen. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's like a bunch of like secrets or like actual paths I was supposed to take or Mm -hmm. uh, that I was just not figuring out, going in circles. Like what the heck? Um, yeah. Is there?
1: With the manual, can you like swipe through the pages? That'd be nice on Steam Deck.
0: Oh, I haven't mm-hmm. tried that. and I don't have the deck anymore. I gave it back to Alex, although I told him that it's mine now. But <laughs> <Dang.
5: it's... laughs>
1: Alex I will
0: have to that report works. back in.
4: Like the touchscreen just acts as a mouse. So if you could do it with a mouse, I guess that would work. You can do like yeah. custom
1: controls, right? I wasn't sure if it would,
4: if it can do swipes. Oh. And you could trigger like a swipe or like a probably... button that map gestures on the Steam Deck. The Steam Deck has a bunch of crazy control customization stuff. Mm -hmm. You can, like, make radial menus out of the touchpad. The
1: radial menus are awesome. They're so nice.
2: Like, yeah.
0: I Uh, feel like out of the handheld devices that are out there right now, the Steam Deck would be one that I would actually like play a lot of rather than, like, the Switch even when I bring it to, like, my in-laws house. I don't rarely play because like I just don't really enjoy the games on the switch like it's just kind of like I'll pick it up and play it and be like alright this is passing the time but like eh I don't know there's just, yeah. there's some games that seems are interesting like, that I played a little bit of like the Pokemon RCS game or whatever but seems like solves
4: the problem of like i was playing hades on my pc and then i was going somewhere and i just bought hades again on the switch yeah because i wanted mm-hmm. to continue playing it but now i can just i already own it so yeah, yeah. I just keep on playing it you know
0: uh, another game that i was playing uh a lot of recently um after i came back from my trip was uh modern warfare 2 uh so the 2022 version not the I don't even know when that <laughs> game first came out. I think it was two thousand
1: nine. <laughs> is there is Ooh. there Russian question? Mm-hmm. Like that's like no, the entire no point no Russian, right? No Russian. Like, yeah. that's
4: that's the thing. This story is like not dealing with that at all. Actually, Yeah,
0: Mon- Modern Warfare three, uh if they come out with that, they will probably deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: there there's post credit scenes that reference the no Russian stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah cool. Um so, I, yeah, I did beat the campaign. That was before I went on my trip because when you pre-order the game, you could, like, play the campaign early. Uh, so I went through that. I thought the campaign was actually pretty decent. There's a lot of people that are, like, complaining about it and, and saying that it was bad, but, like, I don't really know what they want in the game at that point because mm-hmm. it really, like, there are points in that game where I'm just like, oh, this is kind of boring, and then something happens, like, oh, wow, they made this section, which I thought was going to be really boring, super interesting. Mm-hmm. um and, and like the i don't the graphics are actually kind of phenomenal uh yeah. just just like everything looks so realistic and no ray tracing what's up oh, wow Zero there was ray time.
4: tracing in the last call of duty game there's no ray tracing in this one they went backwards
0: well i will say the performance in this call of duty w- eclipses last call of duty like it is <laughs> so much better I've uh, been playing the multiplayer, and I used to, like, in, in the multiplayer in 2019, like, I would get, it would be, like, 144 frames, but then randomly it would, like, shoot down to 70, 60, and then come back up to 144. Wow. That, I've gotten 240 solid. Like, that doesn't even move uh, in, in the multiplayer. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I do believe that um they went a little realistic with the guns uh, this time. Like, usually it was just, like, a point-shoot laser beam. Uh there's a lot of recoil on some guns and like it's visual like really visual. You can like the gun just like moves around a lot. I don't know if there's actually like the recoil of I have to control my weapon and pull it down, but there's a lot of screen shake that just like distracts you. Um and I think they mostly did that. Uh did that took out uh slide canceling and took out bunny hopping because they're about to release the DMZ mode, which honestly if there's slide canceling, bunny hopping, and like laser beams. It probably wouldn't be a fun, fun extraction, you know, escape from Tarkovy mode uh, mm. in a Call of Duty setting because everything would move way too quick and you would lose your items so fast. Uh, so I think they wanted to slow it back down, bring it back to the, the if we're accurate on this, the 2009 Modern Warfare movements, um, and then kind of see what they could do with the extraction based mode, uh, see how Warzone's going to flow, um, you know, stuff like that. All that comes out. November 16th I believe so it's kind of unfortunate that we didn't have problems with our 24 hour stream and move it back 500 times Um, (laughs) uh, I will also say at first when Modern Warfare 2 was announced they uh, kind of made us believe that the weapon farming uh, so like the attachments and leveling up the weapons was going to be way shorter this time Um, every time a new weapon came out or uh, you know, the meta shifted. You would have to level up for Warzone. You would have to level up your weapon from 1 to like 50 something to get like the best attachments for it so that you can compete with everybody else. Um, It's, it's weird, and, and this is a weird thing to say, but I feel like somehow they made it both longer and shorter at the same time. They made all the weapons less levels. So like I think the max I've seen so far is 20. But... Mm-hmm if you want like i haven't looked up like meta builds but i'm sure when you start to go for the quote-unquote meta builds you're going to have to go down trees on each weapon to unlock like the laser from this weapon or the Mm -hmm. suppressor from this weapon and the stock from this weapon and in order to unlock those weapons you have to uh first go with the battle rifle unlock that to level 13 once that gets to level thirteen, and it unlocks an assault rifle that you have to get to level thirteen, and then you you can use the SMG that you want to use. So mm. there's like these trees that they made to where like at first when you're hearing okay, you can use every attachment from every weapon, and uh, you know when they're unlocked, they're unlocked across all weapons. You're like, oh cool, that like now I don't have to do grinding all the time. And now you hear that you have to go down these like massive amounts of trees to get to the weapons that you want, but all mm. of the weapons are less. In the level department. So it's, it's weird. It's it's like a lot of grinding, but not a lot of grinding, but I don't know. All in all, I think uh I think it's pretty a pretty good Call of Duty to come out. The multiplayer the maps that they've designed uh don't run into the problem uh as twenty nineteen where um you just have to run down a lane uh and it's just like one lane. Like usually in Call of Duty maps there's like three lanes that you could go down. So you could like uh, you, a team would mostly look down like lanes A and B and then you could flank around on C but for some reason in 2019 they built it to where it's like two lanes or one lane to where there was no flanking and it was always like just campers you know sitting looking at the direction that you're coming from uh, What they have people
1: they've, camping in a Call of Duty game?
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they've made it to where you can pretty much like roam the map pretty easily there's some water combat which is actually pretty unique and cool um you can you know there's one map that has like a huge underwater system that you can go through mailing you can melee people underwater uh you can float in the water and like shoot at people from the water um, I was
1: going to can you shoot in the water? Or you cannot it... shoot no.
0: people in the water. I, I don't know. I guess your gun got wet so it can't shoot, but then you come out of the water and you shoot so I don't understand. Instantly fine. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um they have dolphin diving back in the game which is like a fan favorite so that when you uh, are running and you hit prone you just go slamming to the ground, uh, like, through the air. Uh, everybody loved that. They mm. took it out for a while for, like, the slide canceling and stuff like that. Mm. Um, the One of the things that I think is super cool, I don't know why it's... If it's use as practical, I've only gotten one kill from it. You can actually hang on the wall instead of just straight vaulting over. And then you can pull out your pistol and, like, peek over and pop some people. Mm. Um, so... That that's a pretty interesting, and I think that'll be used a lot. In, uh if they keep that in Warzone, that could be something that's that's used a lot in that.
1: Can you see like somebody's hand up on the top of the wall? Yeah,
0: you can see their hand at the little head. You can definitely get some headshots mm-hmm. with that. Okay. Um, hmm. There's a new mode called Knockout, which is basically your search and destroy, your bomb mode, uh, where you get you get if you get killed, you're eliminated. But the thing is, in this one, you actually are able to revive your teammates. So you can actually like walk over to their body and like you know slam a syringe into them and uh, revive them. The okay. timer is only there for uh, if you grab the cash package, which once you do, you are marked on the map. If you're holding it while the timer runs out, your team wins that round. So you either eliminate the team or you're holding the cash at the end of the round. Uh, that's like the most fun mode that I've been playing right now. Um, I feel like team deathmatch runs into that uh spawn holding kind of situation mm-hmm. but knockout like being able to revive your teammates and the elimination and the cat like it all fo- flows really nicely
1: the reviving of your teammates i i think that's good because the thing i always hated about search and destroy was that like i'd go and play and then like i you know i die at the beginning of the round or something which like happens but mm. then i would have to sit there right. for four solid minutes until the round ended, and then I get to right. play again. That's Whereas, like, s- this, it's like, oh, I might be able to get revived. Like, I can do yeah. something. I can I can be part of this.
0: It also weirdly makes you think about your positioning. Because, like, you die out in the open, you're not getting revived. Right. But yeah. if you die, like, towards your teammates, and you're, like, like, maybe somebody could touch you from around the corner, like, you're probably, nine times out of ten, going to get revived because it's an easy revive right there. Um... So you you kind of figure out where your positioning is, where your standing is. Search and destroy, you just kind of run forward and you're like if I die, I die, like whatever. I'm end of the round. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean there's there's some uh, other cool game modes in there like ground war and invasion. Um so if you're like a casual player and you want to play against some bots while also playing against real people, you go to invasion. There's a lot of it's kind of like your uh Titanfall kind of scenario where there's like the bots all around and then there's also the the teammates and it's team deathmatch and you get point some points for killing the the little guys, but then you also get like you get more points for, uh, killing the actual players and there's vehicles and it kind of feels like Battlefield a little bit. So, yeah, all in all, I think Modern Warfare Two is uh, we'll see when Warzone and and DMZ come out and also the raids. The raids should be something that's actually kind of cool. Somebody claimed that they were like like Destiny raids. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what those look like. Um, But yeah, all in all, I think it's a pretty decent Call of Duty that we have out here today.
4: So, I also played this game, but I've barely touched the multiplayer. That's mostly what you talked about. But I played the campaign all the way through, and I I liked it quite a bit. I have some problems with it. I was curious what people were not happy with with the campaign, because I haven't really seen anything about that.
0: You may know. It was mostly, um, they didn't think it was, like, when, when you think of a Call of Duty campaign, uh, like, for instance, Modern Warfare 2's back in the day, uh, it's a lot of, like, action, a lot of, like, craziness, um, I'm and I'm thinking, this like, a one,
1: hundred grenades being thrown at me at a single fucking point in time. <laughs> Just, That's like, what like the,
0: the story and the cinematics, and, like, for instance, like, if everybody's favorite level was the Sniper 1 in, in Chernobyl... And I and, hated you know, that one.
1: What the fuck are you talking are you serious? That's people like the, liked that.
0: That's like the critically acclaimed one, like the oh. one where you're like crawling through the grass about and all like all
3: gillied up. You yeah. didn't like that? That that one's so good.
1: I can't I'm
5: being genuine. That, that
1: one's great. <laughs> I, I did not like all Gilead up. I I generally yeah. remember it being the bane of my existence because you had to be so stealthy and silent. And I like just I loved be doing of like yeah, that, the later Mr. levels Halo where you're over just
3: here. I will go push buttons to the back. Started guys. Yeah, yeah. You started with
4: like Call of Duty's like tons of action. But then you said the favorite level is the sniper stuff. It's level? weird.
0: I don't know. People are like, there's not enough action. There's not enough explosion. There's not enough like balls to the wall stuff going on because if you really look at the campaign. There's only like a couple things, like for instance, you start right at the beginning of the game, and dudes are like, "There's some nice, you know, military music that that you know, alternative rock going on in the background. People are like shouting at each other, and then boom, you're just leading a missile to a target, and you're like, you're you're controlling this cruise missile. You're like, dang, this is cool. They would want that from start to finish. That is the what they would high want, octane but stuff." Yeah, but they would also like the stealth missions involved too. And people did say there is one one part of the, the campaign where you're going in circles um, and it's kind of the intro to DMZ, IMO, uh, where you basically are dropped in with like a knife and that's it. And then you're running oh, in circles, yeah. like crafting everything, like uh, poison bombs, smoke bombs, um, distraction stuff, which I thought was... I thought that level was God tier. Like, I thought it was really cool to do. Like you just, you cut are you're basically against all odds trying to find all of the like, you're just metal scrap rope, chemicals, like, you know, detergent, et cetera. And you're formulating all this stuff and like ghosts is in your ear, like telling you like, Oh yeah, you got that. You could build this. And then you get through it and people are like, I hate this. I hated, you know, not having a gun and not being able to just shoot things. And, It's like, dude, they're they're trying to get creative with the game. Like, they're not just handing you a gun, telling you, "All right, go kill a hundred people," and you're one guy, and you know, call it a day.
4: Yeah, I thought Um, that level was like a really good change of pace. Actually, that was one of my favorite levels, probably. Um, I I think the entire campaign overall had really good like variety. Like, there (laughs) was like spectacle moments, and then there was quiet moments, and then there was like close quarters combat moments and there was like sniper moments and there's, you know, it's yeah. All sorts of different stuff throughout. I, I quite enjoyed it. I don't know. I I do have an issue with a lot of times they seem to have like one way that they want you to approach a situation. And if you try to do it any other way, you just, you just die <laughs> or like, yeah, like it just murders you essentially. Like, you you're like, no, you're not, you're not supposed to do it like that. You're supposed to do it like this. And you're like, all right, I'll follow your like kind of scripted sequence of it. And it showed in like, there'd be parts where I would try to like, still, I have a a silenced weapon and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to snipe this dude and take him out. It's like, no, they want you to walk up and knife him. If you shoot him, everybody's alerted. But then Mm -hmm. two seconds later, your, your partner in your ear will be like, take that guy out. And then if you shoot that guy, Nobody's alerted,
5: mm-hmm.
4: and I'm like, I don't understand. It's because they told you to shoot them That's that's when it's okay to do the stealth shot.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like Call that. of Duty's always been pretty on rails in terms yeah. of the campaign, yeah. at least. Yeah, right?
4: yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That that frustrated me a little bit, but I think overall it was like it was like a fun experience.
5: I mean, I
0: th- I thought the pacing of the game was pretty decent. Like, I I don't know what happened in 2019 but I could not get myself to play through the campaign like at all. Like I, There was a portion in the campaign that I got to, and I was just like, I'm done. I, I can't play it anymore. Like I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it just felt like I could relate to the characters a lot more. Um, it actually, like, to me, felt like they were attempting to uh, go against the grain of what Call of Duties usually are, and I think that might be why people... Hated the campaign. Um, they you know they had the variety. They had you know stealth missions, sniper missions. Uh, they had like w- you know underwater stuff. They had uh I don't know. They had the balls to the wall stuff where you're basically like blowing up an entire tanker. Like th- there's there was things that happened in in this game that I believe matched with 2019. I I think the issue is. Uh, people have nostalgia of the magic that, you know, Call of Duty 4 created and Modern Warfare 2, uh, continued. And so honestly, you can't create another game that will, uh, pretty much capture the people who have that nostalgia anymore like it's mm-hmm. it's already happened once you can't you can't do it again like
1: i think uh i think what you're forgetting is when you do uh call of duty classic right mm-hmm. you just you just relaunch it with like super good graphics call it a day. <laughs> true i did that already <laughs> they
0: they did do, do... it some more Was it a remaster? Yeah, I don't know. They did
4: a remaster of Modern Warfare 2 and then put out Modern Warfare 2 again.
0: I also There's three different different versions of Modern
4: Warfare 2 at this point. Yeah. Yeah. God damn.
0: I also feel like the difficulty levels were were interesting. You could play on recruit where nothing shoots at you. Then you can play on regular where I actually had a decent struggle on some levels. Yeah, me too. And then there's I, I forget what the next two are, but I I can't it's I
4: like don't veteran, veteran
1: artist, right? Isn't that one veteran veteran? realism? They had realism, oh, which realism. is oh. from
4: what I read, realism is the same difficulty as veteran with less HUD. Mm.
5: I
0: I do not understand how people could get through that game on veteran. Like I, there were moments where I missed a shot and instantly was beamed as if somebody uh-huh. was legitimately using an aimbot. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Also, they added um. This was wild to me. They added, and this, I think this is one of the reasons that people didn't like the game, but I thought it was a refreshing thing. They added armor. So they added helmet armor and, and chest armor, kind of like it was Warzone. Mm-hmm. And people are not used to that in campaign. They they are used to just one-tapping enemies, and that's it. Just, you know, easy breezy.
2: Hmm. Gotta get them headshots in. Overall, is the campaign worth a $70 game? No. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty short. It's like but, a
0: 5-6 hour game and like if you're not super into Call of Duty if you're not going to play the multiplayer right. I, don't, I don't think
5: you should buy it. The thing
4: about the Call of Duty value proposition is that they have so much game in that game at this point. Mm-hmm. There's just so many modes and different activities. It's kind of crazy.
0: I think wait until raids come out and then maybe we will give a verdict on is this, like, DMZ, Warzone, I think they're both gonna be free. So, like, it's gonna be campaign spec ops and raid that you're gonna have to wait for to see if, like, spec ops and raid are also worth
2: the $70 kind of package. Yeah. And regular multiplayer. Yeah. Sure. I mean, if you're gonna play regular multiplayer. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh... <laughs>
0: alright so that's been the podcast that was just that's Call of Duty for All right, half cool. an hour, it's the
4: Call of Duty hour.
3: <laughs> as we always do we're here only
1: for Call of Duty
4: uh Caleb what have you been up to uh,
1: I've been playing a couple Souls-like games uh, I picked up this one called Steel Rising which it's essentially the same f- formula as a Souls game but you play as this android lady and she has; she can use fans as weapons. Those are a blast to play with. She's quite fun to run around as. But the really, the only difference from a normal Souls-like is it has a has some backtracking, tra- back backtracking for like side quests and stuff. It'll go back to previous areas with new abilities, like a grappling hook that let you reach new locations and solve these side quests.
4: Metroidvania Souls-like.
1: It's got a little bit of Metroidvania in it, a little bit, not a ton. But it was uh it's pretty good. I'm not quite done with it yet. Um it's um it's, it's nothing terribly special among the souls like area. But I was just wanting more souls Souls like games. Uh it does have performance issues. It does not run well at all. I think mm-hmm. I run it on like high and I turned off. Um it's got ray tracing but i had to turn that off because it was just chugging oh and i still only get like 65 frames most of the time so it's not optimized well at all and a lot of people are really upset about it they're actually already announced dlc that's coming out in like a week and they have not dealt with optimization issues in any way whatsoever wow so people are understandably quite upset
4: that's pretty bad i mean you're running on a 3080 also yeah so yeah,
1: no, I got a nice setup, and it's still not yeah. handling it well at all. Yeah, I saw and a lot of complaints in the about having like 3080 Ti's, and it's still just terrible.
3: Is this the game where you're like a robot in Revolutionary France? Yes. Yes. This is one. Okay. Yep. Gotcha.
1: Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. it's it's pretty interesting alternate
2: history where there's a bunch of magic and stuff going on, also, and a bunch of robots. But it's it's kind of cool. Setting. Okay, all right. If they fix optimization issues, it could
1: be a pretty solid game. But it, like it's I said, it has some, it's has been out progress. for a
3: hot minute.
1: Yeah, it has been.
3: Kind of yeah. would have thought they would have had that squared yet. away by now, but
1: you know, yes, yeah, it seems like they've not tried at all to fix it, hmm. despite all the complaints. It oh, wow. sucks. Yeah, yeah, especially if they're announcing another deal.
5: We're yeah. announcing
1: a new DLC, and that's just harsh. The other one I've been playing uh, is a lot more unique. It's called Thymisia. Uh It also kind of has, I don't want to say Metroidvania. It, it's set up as a series of missions that you can take on, where you travel like, like it's a hub world, and then it teleports you to a mission area, essentially. You gotta go find the main boss and beat him. And then there's, like, sub-quests where you go back to that area and, like, new areas have opened up to solve whatever sub-quest you're accomplishing. But the big thing that's really cool about Themesia, which a lot of people don't like, but I was kind of a fan of, enemies have... people will complain that enemies have two health bars, but really it's that you're doing two different types of damage when you're playing the game. You do, like, an attack damage, and you do a wound damage. So when you when you attack somebody with attack damage it changes their health bar to green the section where you do the attack damage and then when you wo- do wound damage it removes the green parts of the health bar as damage oh. so you're kind of dancing back and forth between these two different move sets one of which does the attack damage and one of which does the wound damage and you got to kind of play around that in the fights because the, the wound damage comes out a little slower so you got to kind of Figure out the right times to do that over just tapping them for a little extra chip damage. Essentially, I really like it, but there have been—I can understand why people would not, and a lot of people don't, it seems. But I think I think it makes for interesting combat. You got to keep swapping between so you types. You have to do attack
4: first and then wound. You can't do it the other way around. Yeah, if
1: you just do wound, it like barely ticks their health. Because okay. the wound attacks technically do a tiny amount of attack damage.
2: But you gotta That's you cool. pretty much gotta alternate. Weird.
4: So you do like you like every time you finish a guy, you have to do it with like a big move. Yeah.
1: Pretty much yeah. You can't
4: just like tap their toe and have them.
1: The attack fall like, over. the opposite. The attack damage does a tiny amount of wound damage. So if you want to chip mm. them to death with light attacks, you can. But <laughs> it will take an age. Mm.
2: And that's a lot more time for you to get murdered. Yeah. Interesting. It also kind of
1: incentivizes deflect gameplay. There's a, a deflect move very similar to like a Sekiro, um, where the timing's pretty reasonable and you can deflect moves pretty easily if you, you know, practice it a little bit. And deflects cause attack damage, so it'll tick down the first, uh, you know, change the white bar into green. But then you can just deflect a whole bunch, wait for an opening, use your wound attacks, and start chunking down their health. And it, it plays really well that way as well. A lot of the bosses, I think, would be a lot harder if you didn't deflect, but I don't think they would be impossible by any means.
2: So it incentivizes it, but it's not actually required like in Hero. I had a lot of fun playing that one. I think it's really cool. It's also it's a You're a Plague Doctor. It's like a medieval plague ridden kind of society. So it's kind of a neat setting. Not that expensive either. Not what? It's not that expensive.
1: No, it's pretty cheap. It came out earlier this year and it's not not crazy expensive. Twenty five
2: dollars, not on sale, so. For probably like a nine hour game. If you do all the sub quests and stuff. Yeah, not bad. Pretty good. That's less than half of Call of Duty and (laughs) a third longer.
0: Anyway. (laughs) Got him. riffing riffing on Call of Duty (laughs) a little bit right there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's the best Sekiro like that has come out since Sekiro.
0: Which Man, are, we just like. we moved on a Sekiro like so it's no longer it's yeah. like
1: kind
0: of Souls like. Yeah, a- I mean, you
1: know. <laughs> you know what I mean by that, right? Yeah. It's it's built different. It's built more different.
4: focused on aggression and parrying and less focus on rolling. Exactly.
0: Oh, I hate like, that. Just want to roll, it. dude. <laughs> just want to roll forever.
4: <laughs> Same. Man, I can't wait for uh, 9 Souls to come out. That game yeah, that's that's a Sekiro like I want to play.
5: Yeah,
1: that game looks awesome. It plays awesome in the demo.
4: Yeah, check that out if you haven't. Uh, Jake, what have you been playing lately?
3: It's Nine Souls, the one by the guys who made. Yep. Yeah, it is. People. I literally yep. just played Detention. I'm not going to talk about that here. Detention's <laughs> great though. Go play Detention. I don't know. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, so I recently beat Bayonetta 2, which is convenient because Bayonetta 3 just came out. Nice. Look uh, timing. Yeah, I was kind of lukewarm on Bayonetta 1, but Bayonetta 2 fucking slaps ass. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. It's just everything that was kind of annoying in Bayonetta 1, they, like, fixed. It's like, oh, these enemies are kind of annoying to fight. And they're like, okay, great. They're out of here, baby. Just fight these fun enemies. And it's like, yeah, awesome. Great. They had a bunch of weapons that kind of sucked in Bayonetta 1. And in Bayonetta 2, they're like, great. Put chainsaws on your legs. That'll be fun for you. And I'm like, yeah, that is fun for me, Bayonetta. Thank you. I just kill people with chainsaws so, on my legs. Great. Are
0: the chainsaw is made out of her hair.
2: Hmm. I no. don't know. I don't no, know. Her the weapons more well are. Enough.
4: Her weapons are forged uh, okay. by okay. Rodan.
3: Out of magical LPs. Yeah. Obviously.
4: You have to find the record, and then you give it to him, and that's the instructions for how to build the weapon. I guess somehow. Wait. The record has
1: the instructions on it.
3: You get, so you get a record, and then you give it to him, and he's like, oh, yeah, sick. I know Wait. what to do with this. And then he teleports to another dimension, comes back literally covered in blood, out of breath, <laughs> and is like, wow, that was really hard. Anyways, here's your new weapon. Oh. And, like, that's, that's just what
5: happens.
1: When you say record, hmm. are we talking, like, a, some sort of paper, or are we talking, like, 12-inch, you know, vinyl? No, like a Like, an, like, like a, a vinyl. vinyl oh hell
3: yeah okay sometimes they're broken into up to three pieces okay yeah Mm -hmm. so you gotta find a bunch of pieces i don't i don't know there's not much more to say you just find them and you give them to him and he goes and he does something unclear (laughs) and then he comes back and he gives you chainsaw legs i don't know i I don't question it
1: (laughs) i just want the man gives you chainsaw legs you just accept it right you're You're like yeah
3: for sure absolutely I think one of my favorite things about that is in the first game, he has a joke where he's like, yeah, ask all you want. I'm not going to put a chainsaw on your arm. And this time he gives you a (laughs) chainsaw to put on your arm. It's great. I love it. (laughs) I think one of my favorite things is both Bayonetta 1 and Bayonetta 2 do this weird thing where they're like, you know what this strong, independent woman needs who's killing a bunch of angels and demons? She needs like a five-year-old to just like tag along for all of your adventures. And so both games do that for like the whole runtime. But in Bayonetta 2, there's a point where they're like, do you wanna just beat the shit out of this child? And I'm like, yeah, and they're like, great, here's a boss fight, fight this child. And I'm like, yes, I'm gonna beat the shit out of this child, and you do, and it's good, it's fun. You get to beat up children in Bayonetta 2. Go by. So
1: we're we're condoning both kicking kids out of hospitals and putting also them, kicking their asses.
3: Putting them in hospitals and then kicking them back <laughs> out of hospitals. That's nah, what we're about
1: here. Wow, we're doing great. It is it's worth
4: noting both games make you take care of these children, but neither of them makes it like an escort quest. Like in the first game it's waved off as like Luca holds her most of the time.
3: You do need to protect them then, in Bayonetta 1 for a while, though.
4: Okay, there is that one level. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm,
3: yeah. Where they do have a health bar, and you... It's really easy. You're more likely to die than them. Literally, the first time I played Bayonetta 1, I got the achievement for them taking zero damage without trying. Yeah. Because it's just, like, a really fun fight, so you just bounce around a whole bunch and kill everyone. Anyways. and
4: In the second game, your small child turns himself into a squirrel and chills in your clothing somewhere
3: yeah oh, he also has white okay. dreads he's not he's not a good child i don't like his him. white dreads. i don't know why they put him in the game but they did and i can't his stop voice them. is
4: also kind of annoying to me
3: it's i don't honestly any male character in bayonetta i don't know about bayonetta 3 maybe Mm. They're different, but in Bayonetta 1, they're a joke. And in Bayonetta 2, they're an obnoxious child with white dreads and a joke. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that information.
1: Is this five year old in Bayonetta 3? Are they not a five year old anymore?
4: So far, there have been no children.
5: Mm. No. Well, is it even a Bayonetta game? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> uh, he had to beat up some children. You
4: do become a child at one point because they like to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm.
2: Whatever. But I, you're not. You, you don't
4: have a different child with you in this game so far. Mm.
3: It's just the one. Just the one children.
4: <laughs> you don't. You don't have a. You don't have any children with you. You just become one at one point.
3: No bonus children. Just the standard regular yeah. you being a children. Okay. Yeah.
4: Cool. You good, good. 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 Get good. in touch with your inner child mm. to solve a puzzle. Mm. So, Excuse. Good stuff.
5: Cool, 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 cool.
3: It sounds great. I'm so excited to hear about Bayonetta 3. <laughs> um, I also played Control. Technically, I played this a while ago. I um, feel like I don't have a lot to say about Control. It's it's okay. I gave up on it a long while ago. and um, I came back to it, and it is fun. It has parts that are really fun. Uh, there's a part, the ashtray maze.
5: Yeah. It's yeah. Up to
3: music. It's fucking excellent. I don't know why the rest of the game isn't like it. Just like... <laughs> back to back to back fights but it's really fun when it does that i've been it playing the, the DLC. moment i've been playing like the there's like this foundation dlc and it i really don't like hmm. i really i think i'm going to just stop playing it because it's really boring there's long parts where you're just walking through like a narrow corridor and then you get in like one fight and it's like okay i hope that fight ties you over for the next three corridors and i'm like mm. Kinda of wanted more fights actually, but that's okay. That's okay, control. Um Yeah. I don't really have much else to say. It thinks that's a lot more clever than it is. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of Remedy's thing. I felt the same way about Alan Wake.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Um Yeah, it's just kinda how it is. Um I also a while ago picked up Forza Horizon 4. So this is weird because it's a racing game, and I don't really play yeah. racing games. Uh but I bought this. Actually, because a different podcast, The Besties, Mm. uh, for the last two years, I guess, whenever Horizon 4 came out, whenever 5 came out, both times they've been like, listen, we don't like racing games. These are actually really fun racing games. Uh, So I saw it on sale for like 20 bucks. I picked it up. And you know what? It's a really fun racing game. (laughs) Uh, I think the secret is that it just it gives you points for like everything. I don't know if any of you guys are fans of like Saints Row. When you're doing stuff in Saints Row, it tends to just be like, oh, dude, were you driving on the wrong side of the road? Here's a bunch of points. Oh, did you almost hit that car, but you didn't? Here's a bunch of points. Did you drift? Here's a bunch of points. And Forza does the same goddamn thing. If you you hit a bunch of stuff, it gives you points for smashing stuff. If you don't hit a bunch of stuff, it gives you safe driving bonuses and you get a (laughs) bunch of points. It's like, oh, dude, no matter what I do, I get a bunch of points. It's awesome. It's really fun.
0: What's so basically, the, this is like who's line where the, the, the points the are made points up. Don't matter. <laughs>
3: yeah, they're all made up. It's, so, it's great, though. Yeah. It's perfect.
0: It
1: sounds it's, kind of burnout. Like.
3: I don't know enough about burnout to say, uh, but it's, it's really it's like
1: arcade-y. modern
4: paradise. Sure. Burnout paradise.
2: Um,
3: I think the best feature they have is if you hit Y, you can rewind. Because I think, I think to me, the worst part of dra- racing games is you race for like, you know, a given race is like five minutes. And you drive perfectly for four minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> and then you take one turn a little too sharp and you spin out and you crash. And it's like, oh, guess that's last place, buddy. That sucks. Go back to the start and do it again. Here it's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to take that turn 10 times in a row until I nail it and I get first.
1: Oh, you can just Which keep uh, doing it. It's not like a limited oh, no. resource.
3: It's no, you get to do it as many times as you want. It's great. I love it. It's so fun.
1: <laughs> What's is is the I I guess my my two questions is like a um is is the gameplay just like races and also what kind of like races are is it like street racing? Is it just like track racing? Like what kind of races are we talking?
3: So they have they have a ton of different races. There's street races, off-road races, drag races, specialty what do they call them it's like event races like there's a race you do against a train there's a race against oh. a bunch of motocross guys <laughs> it's just like crazy bullshit that they were like whatever i just unlocked missions where you're like a high-speed taxi service there's just like get from point a to point b as fast as you can
5: oh, there's a, a whole <laughs> stunt yeah.
3: driver side like quest Whoa. line where it's like Hey, the script at this part calls for you to go off a bunch of sick jumps. I don't know. do a bunch of sick jumps, <laughs> and it's like, okay, you got it, boss. I'll do a bunch of sick jumps
1: uh that sounds fucking awesome, but also like uh so I guess my my other question is what's the um what do you race like it, like I know like g t a has races, but g t a has like cars that are supposed to be like real cars but not actually real cars is Forza like real cars like do you have like you know actual real model cars in there or yes. is it just like Oh my gosh, like? yes.
3: There's like a billion cars and I n- I know nothing about cars. So it's like <laughs> hey you unlocked the fucking Lotus 12 Elise 2014. I'm like I don't know what that <laughs> means at all, but that car looks sick as hell. <laughs> so like cool, I'll drive that for a little bit. We'll see how it does. Um you what can about, download like a-
4: like a Ford Fusion. Yeah. Can
1: you, can, can you like, like mod up a Mini Cooper and just like whip gonna, it around? Or race a Toyota I, Corolla?
3: They're all over the <laughs> place. There's so many different models of cars. You can download like different paint jobs from online. So like I have one that has KDA spray paint all over the side oh that's cool like i don't know it's wild (laughs) you can you can do all this tuning stuff where you're like oh i want my hubcaps to be like this i want to decrease the weight of my body this much And i'm like i don't know what any of that means i don't know (laughs) but if i do this the speed goes up by like 0.1 point so like fuck yeah let's go (laughs) i'll do whatever that is that's cool um i think one thing they do that's really cool I don't think I've seen this in any other racing game. Not that I play a lot of racing games. Whatever. But rather than being... So racing games, right, a lot of times you have like difficulty settings. It's like, do you want to be easy, medium, hard? Oh, do you want to be manual or automatic? Do you want damage to affect your car's performance or not? And it has all that shit. But oh, that's what's cool, cool about it is it's not, you're not just doing it for your own sake. The harder you make it for yourself, the more points you get at the end. So it's like a multiplier. So right now, every time I finish a race, I get, like, 75% extra points, which you can use to, like, buy cars and houses and whatever the fuck this game has. Shirts (laughs) and You can buy houses. Look, whatever. Who cares? They're not important. (laughs) You can buy, like, castles and stuff. They don't really do anything, but you can buy them. But the cool thing is, by making the game more difficult, you actually are getting something out of it. You're not just doing it for your own sake. So, like, I'm not the kind of guy who would ever be like, oh, a racing game. I am going to turn on all the simulation elements and see if I can drive manual. But here I get an extra, like, 35 percent for learning how to drive manual with a stick with a controller. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's actually been really fun and interesting to try to, like, navigate Mm -hmm. that whole thing. And it's not something I ever would have tried to do if there wasn't this extra incentive to give it a try and learn how it works.
1: I I think it's about to build like like a
4: simulator rig. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I was gonna say, you're gonna borrow uh, Tim's simulator rig, and it's that sounds like a lot of work. And I just (laughs) wanted a few
3: extra points to like progress through the story a little bit quicker. But like, I don't know, I thought that was really cool. Just like actually giving you an incentive to try all of that stuff that normally I'm super not interested in. Way too much work.
1: You're actively selling me on buying the fifth one. Like I know the fifth one's never on sale, but like it if this is how yeah. good four was, I have to assume five is just extra. Yeah, I,
3: I because five was on, it was like twice as much as four, which is why I bought four. It was like four was twenty and five was like forty or fifty maybe. So I went with four, and I, I I've just been really enjoying it. I did not think I would like a racing game, but I'm sitting here. How many hours do I have in a... Horizon four? I have eight point oh eight point four. 8.4. That's not as long as I thought. Yeah, that's not, but that's not 80
4: long. hours,
3: <laughs> 8.4. But still, that's a lot longer than I thought it would play. And I'm yeah. still I keep going back just like, oh, you know what? I'll just do a few races. Also, I don't know if this means anything to anyone here, but they have like a whole level set that is Lego based and a whole <laughs> mission set that is Top Gear based. Uh-huh. Oh, those are
1: cool. That's and it's cool. just
3: like they're just in there. They're not like DLC you just like, they just come with the package. And I was like, oh, OK, I don't I've never seen an episode of Top Gear, but cool. I'll do some missions set in the Top Gear universe. I don't know. Whatever well, you got to like
1: race the Stig or something. You
3: play as the Stig, at least in the oh. first mission. I look, it doesn't matter. You don't see yourself in the car. It's whatever. Yeah. But they're like, Oh Stig, you got to drive really fast. I'm like, you got it, guy. I'll drive so <laughs> fast for you. Uh, you can
4: get Horizon Five on Game Pass. Hmm. Is it on what Game
3: Pass? That is probably the smart way to do it. Enticing. It's. I mean, I really like four. I've heard five is just more of the same with better graphics. So,
1: and I, I assume know. newer cars. Not sure. that, I've that matters.
4: It. I've heard know, um the multiplayer stuff is quite fun
3: yeah i guess it's stuff that, so i've not messed around with it but like when you when you're doing like a mission right it's like oh here's the off-road race and you can be like okay i want to just do it alone which is what i always do because i'm a nerd you can do it co-op i don't really know what that means or you can do it like against real players which presumably just like pulls in players from the world and are like hey you're all competing in this race now. It seems like a really good way to lose races. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not that good. I'm going to lose to everyone.
1: You won't uh, have your they... rewind, probably. So
3: Yeah, exactly, right? So I'm not going to play that. <laughs> but like, there, there's a ton of multiplayer stuff that I've not touched. I know they have a like a Battle Royale mode. I think it's that... called the Eliminator. Presumably, it's just whoever's in the last oh, I... every lap gets knocked out.
1: Yeah. Well, that's kind of interesting. I think interesting. I've... I think I've
3: played that. I mean, again, that's
1: kind of but... like if you're losing, you're losing. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly right. Like if you're gonna lose, you're gonna lose. Like it's yeah. fine. I don't like as someone who's not good at racing games, I have no desire to try them because I I know I'll lose, guys. um I think
4: there's there's a bunch of like party style stuff. Like you're just in a multiplayer lobby with like a bunch of other people driving around in the open world, and then it'll be like, yo, who can hit like the sickest airtime? And then mm. everybody has to drive around and try to find like the biggest jump, and then it rates. It, like everybody's scoring jumps, and then it's like after a set amount of time, whoever had the biggest jump wins that event, mm. like that kind of thing. And then sure. in five, I've seen screenshots of like giant bowling pins and like all sorts of weird stuff, just like loops and like just crazy, like more shenanigans than, than previous games.
3: Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a, an arcadey racer it's also it's interesting because it is it is open world
5: Mm -hmm.
3: so like like literally the way i've gotten a lot of points is just like driving around driving through fences you get destruction points (laughs) and i'm just like yeah dude give me that new castle baby i'm just gonna crash through this fence for two miles get a billion (laughs) points i don't know it's just it's surprisingly fun i don't know (laughs) if you if you are at all interested in racing games or even if you're not interested in racing games maybe give four a shot it's cheap apparently it's on game pass it's really fun
0: i think um arcade racers are always the way to go for people who just want to drive a car and don't really care about the the mechanics of what's going down yeah like what's what's one of the games that's like hyper realistic that is out there nowadays like regular forza yeah
4: Forza
1: grand turismo was like super
4: Mm -hmm. forza motorsport
3: Right, there's Forza, which is the boring one for nerds, and then there's Forza Horizon Zero Dawn 4, (laughs) which is the cool one.
0: So, I really enjoy the thumbnail marketing that they've done, because if you look (laughs) at the Forza Horizon 4, uh, Horizon 4 has like a stroke behind it, and then they're like, guys, we need a new logo for 5. And so they just moved the stroke just over a little bit to where it's only behind Horizon and five is by itself. But there's still the same colors and everything. Like, there's still a, the sky in the background with the same logo, same fonts. Like, it's great. It's wonderful. Almost identical.
3: Um, making logos is so hard.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, the last game I've been playing, and I've been playing a lot of this one, is Ollie Ollie World. Again, I don't like skateboarding games. And I only kind of liked Ali Ollie, Ollie 1. But Ollie Ollie World fucking slaps ass. It's really good. It's just like again, it's I like don't a really know if That's a good... <laughs> It is good. It's a, it's a good thing that I just said.
1: <laughs> Bayonetta
4: two is the same. I hear.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, all three of those games—not counting Control. Control is whatever. Who cares about it? <laughs> but Bayonetta two, Forza Horizon four, and Ollie Ollie World are all just really good pick up and play games, which I've been really craving lately. Um, so Ollie Ollie World, you're just like a skateboarder and you're just it's just like hey here's like this really long linear level like here's some random challenges to do along the way here are some challenge like score challenges and you just go and you like grind on rails you can manual you do tricks it's just really fun uh unlike ollie ollie one and probably two i never played two so i don't really know it's really easy to just like jump do a trick and land like I feel like in Ollie Ollie One, if you jumped and did a trick and you didn't like nail the landing, you would mm-hmm. bail out on your board and eat shit and it would suck. But here it's like, oh, you didn't land it perfectly? Eh, whatever, that's fine. Just like, just keep going. Who cares?
1: Yeah, you just get less score, right?
3: Yeah, right. You get a bonus for landing perfectly. But if you don't land perfectly, who cares? Whatever. It's fine. Uh but it's just it's just a really fun arcadey game. You do, like, so the way you do tricks is you basically, it's kind of like the game Skate, if anyone remembers that. You, like, hold the analog stick in a certain direction, and then you kind of, you can, like, move it around the rim, and then when you snap it back to the middle, you jump, and based on the movements you did ahead of time, that determines the trick you want to do. So if you do, like, just down and then let it go, you do, like, an ollie. But if you hold up and then let it back down, you do, like, a boneless, which gives you extra height or whatever. So there's... Tons of different tricks that are all just based on that. It's just, it's just really fun. I don't know. I feel like I'm over explaining it. It's just really fun to do like a long ass combo through this long level. And it's got it's got like a really fun attitude about it. Like the whole game is about you trying to become a skate wizard. You're like meeting <laughs> all of the skate gods of the world in these different zones. Like the first one you meet, his name is Tech-Nicholas, that's his name. (laughs) Tech-Nicholas, that's
5: right.
3: And he's just like a sandcastle man. And he's great. He's got swim trunks on and it's just like, oh, yo, what up? Good job skating. (laughs) Go to the next area. I don't know. It's just really fun. It's just an arcadey skating game. I love it. It's so fun.
5: I think it it
1: might be a tad slow introducing new moves or move sets.
3: I feel like that's to its benefit, though. Because like so
1: many kicks away from it for me at least.
3: I feel like so many games are like, hey, here's how you do a kickflip, here's how you manual, here's how you grind, here's how you do a grind switch, here's how you do a grab. Okay, good luck with the rest of the levels. And it's like, whoa, I don't know how to do any of that. And a lot of it is easy enough to figure out. Like I think both Caleb and myself figured out how to do a manual before the game explained it. Mm -hmm. So like just because it doesn't tell you how to do it doesn't mean you can't figure it out. And like, you can just open the trick dictionary and be like, oh, I can do these really advanced tricks. If I go like, if I do a full 360 with the analog stick before I jump, I do like this really cool trick. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to start doing that.
0: I find it kind of funny that you brought up a skateboard game because somehow I fall into skateboard gaming TikTok. Not really. I, I don't know how this happened, but... It's not even like just people just playing skateboard games and like showing off like a cool trick here and there. It's literally like people challenging the, like their communities or like, you know, the two TikTokers going back and forth about like, I did this super cool trick. I threaded the needle through this super tiny hole and like landed it. Can you do it? And then he's like, I'm live now. And then, you know, of course I click into the live because I want to see what they're they're doing. Sure. And, and that's how I've fallen down this hole. So. <laughs>
2: Wow, I missed. Mean,
3: it's kind of got that same energy. There's multiplayer stuff as well. I'm not good enough for that yet. The like recurring theme, I'm not good enough. Yeah, so it's like, what I've done so far is there's like one course and it's like you go through, you get your highest score, and then it ranks you against other people at your rank. And my experience so far has been, I go through the course, all in one combo, doing my best job, and then I look at the leaderboard and the person at first is four times my score. And I go, <laughs> oh, okay, goodbye, and I close the game and I never come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I haven't messed around with it. They've also released two DLCs. The game came out this year, and there's already two DLCs for it. I don't know how they did that, but cool. <laughs> there's a ton of content. It's a fun
2: game. Go play it.
1: The second right. DLC happens in Red Atlantis.
2: Mm-hmm. Really nice.
1: That. Atlantis. That's, that's so good. Oh, I,
3: I don't think I've said it, but you're trying to get to Narvana.
5: Mm-hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> it's just it's a goofy okay. game it's very fun Ooh.
4: that is uh, fun Owen. what have you been doing to have fun
5: oh yeah so
1: uh i've been uh you know i've been loving life so much that i've thought i should play virtual life with friends uh so uh tim and i uh finally hacked together uh, and figured out how to use the Sims 4 multiplayer mod. And mm. it's it's been fun. It, it's, you know, like, hey, Sims, pretty fun game. You know, you get to do some crazy hijinks. Sims with friends? Hijinks up to 11. Like, the first thing that happened while we were testing it was, like, we had my character and Tim's character and the first thing that we did was just like, "Are you controlling your character?" It's like, "Yeah, I think I'm controlling my character." Are you controlling your character? And he's like, "Yeah, I think so." And then me and Tim just started making out, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, this this the seems secret right. comes out. This is but, what yeah. <laughs> you truly are trying to be able to do." What did your characters do? <laughs> um, just watch. So, yeah, so we're we're still trying to uh to like see where our limitations are and make sure that like. Uh, what the mod can do, because the mod seems very conservative in what it says of, like, yeah, you can't go into build mode. Like, it'll crash the game. And then we went immediately into build mode and built something, and it was fine. Mm -hmm. So, we're trying to kind of test where the limitations are before it starts crashing these things, but apparently you can have uh, a number of people playing it. And so I hope to uh, kind of get that a little uh, figured out a little bit more and then have a bunch of friends kind of play some Sims and play themselves in this virtual world and just kind of dick around. I think it will be a lot of fun and you what, know, build a house together or something.
4: What are you doing, Sims? <laughs> when I played Sims back in the day, yeah. I loaded the game up, I put the cheat code in to give me infinite money, and I built cool houses.
5: Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. You can still do that. That's still an option. But you can also, you know, like, like what is the
4: do... what is the real game? What are you supposed? Yeah, to do? you also play the real <laughs> game,
1: and I appreciate the real game has a lot more. Um, it has a lot more going on socially now. I guess is the way to say it. Of like before, you, there was just like talk, joke, flirt, insult you know, ask to leave. Like, there was, like, only, like, ten things that you could tell a sim to do when you're, like, you know, like, interacting with them. But now there's so many options, and half the options don't even show up unless you're in the right mood. And also, your sims has moods now, which is interesting. Like, my, I when I was first experiencing it, my sim was, um... Uh, feeling tense because somebody that insulted them was like at the party, and so my t- my sim was very tense because this person that insulted them was there. Uh, and so like there was stuff that I wanted to say to like other sims at the party that I couldn't because I was feeling tense. But then once I told that person to fuck off and get out of my house, um. I was feeling happy and then I could like do those things with the other Sims and then like, you know, I say something and then all of a sudden my Sims feeling flirtatious and then like the flirtatious tree opens up and now there's like 10 different options for flirting rather than just like one. And so I think that's really kind of cool. Um, and they just also just have like a ton of shit to do. I haven't even gotten out of just like going to my like house and, and and just kind of like buying some furniture sending my sim off to a job to m- buy some furniture and like make some friends like that's all i've done in the game so far but i've been told that there's just like so much more now so i'm excited to uh, i'm excited to check that out
4: do you and tim live together or are you separate
1: uh we live we live together we are at bunk beds because that it gives <laughs> us so much more Great. room for activities yeah obviously yeah. I mean before we had a, a king bed, but cause that was my house. Tim moved into my place, uh and there was a king bed. Uh but his sim got really upset every time I was taking oh, I was sleeping and like would not get into bed at all for some reason. <laughs> and I didn't know if like it's like we weren't friends enough or something, but like he would just sleep on the couch rather than mm. just I was like, dude, just sleep in the bed, I don't give a fuck. But there was like no option for my sim to say that or his sim to understand that. So we ended up having to just sell it and, uh, make a nice, uh, some, some, some bunk beds for us to hang out. And that's working pretty well. We'll not lay next to each other. We'll make out though. <laughs> that's, that's okay. You know, just, just a little bit, but we're not romantically interested in each other. Apparently it was good. The Sims We're okay. just, you know, Hey, huh. you, know, you know, a little, a little smooch smooch. <laughs> Excellent. Great. Cool. Uh, cool. cool. <laughs> Tim says he wants to be a werewolf, so don't we all? It's got me worried. That's something you can actually do in Sims. You can, maybe. yeah. That's there. There's a Why? werewolf pack where you can be a werewolf, <laughs> and there's also uh, a vampire pack to be a vampire. There's a magic path to be a wizard. There's a um, wizard. Theory. Um, uh, Batu, where you can go to Batu and be in Star Wars and help the Resistance or the Empire. There's, I'm trying to think of some of the others. That's There's like the tons Sims of, of, of you place. Can do now. <laughs>
5: Is <laughs> yeah, Batu the
3: too. weird car salesman from Episode One? Is the, is... That's Watto. That's am Thinking of yeah. Watto. Botsu in is, the game is
1: the place that you go to in Disney World. Is like is the oh. is the Star Wars land. I don't care anymore. Mm. I just
3: wanted the racist <laughs> car salesman. <laughs> that's all I wanted.
4: Gosh. Well, Danny, is that
3: you? See, yeah. yeah. I
1: need more yeah, of him. Why is it? Why doesn't he have a game yet? <laughs> he does. It's called Star Wars Pod Racing. It's on the N sixty four and PlayStation One is is he in it? It's also on PC. I bought it a while yeah, ago. Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> he like every time you go to buy um uh parts for your pod racer, he's the guy that you talk to to buy the parts for the pod racer.
3: Damn, I should play that. I bought it on Steam a while ago.
1: It's very good from the olden days, so I don't know how well it holds up, but it was fun back a, then.
4: I had a pod racing game, and I swear it was on like Game Boy Color.
1: <laughs> wow. Yep.
4: Is that a thing that exists? Yeah. That, that, I that
1: I think was also a Star Wars pod racing game, but it wasn't like the same one. Mm. Obviously. A bad one. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well. Is that one of the numerous ones that we damaged with Game Shark? Maybe. <laughs>
4: we damaged a lot of Game Boy cartridges with running weird code that we just got off the internet.
1: No. Oh, I was gonna say I was like, how are you damaging the games and it's like ah, code off the internet? There you game go. Game Shark, you know. The more things
3: change, the more they stay the same, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Um speaking of running weird code off the internet, I've been playing Bayonetta 3. Mm.
0: What? How does, yeah, what, you how does that, say, that from the
1: internet? What?
4: Uh I've been playing it on an <laughs> emulator mostly is the hey, thing.
3: whoa, that's crimes.
2: <laughs> well busted. It, it
3: kinda
4: it kinda is all over the place in performance on the Switch. And it seems more consistent on the emulator. Plus, you can up-res it. That's so sad. It's so poopy on the Switch. It's so low-res.
2: That is really sad.
4: So I run it at 4K on the emulator, and it looks very nice. As nice as it can look, I guess. It's still weird because... Anyway, we'll get into that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Beta 3. I just want to say I was initially kind of down on it, and I'm more up on it now. So,
5: yeah, it's good.
4: There's a lot of neat things that they've done to change the formula. Um, so first off, they, they've got this new system, the Demon Slave system that changes up combat a bunch because you don't just fight as Bayonetta now. You fight with the demons that she summons as well. And she just kind of dances in the background while you do that. Um, <laughs> and Born. you can just do that whenever you want as long as you're in an area that's big enough for it, which is most of the time. Um, and you just pull the left trigger and the demon comes out and you can have three different demons equipped at once and summon them and they all do different moves and apply different effects and stuff like that. Huh. And it's weird. When I first started playing, I thought it was just going to trivialize a lot of combat because the little dudes, you can just like summon a massive demon and murder them instantly. Um, But they do a lot of stuff to kind of temper that a bit. There, First of all, there's like a lot of bigger monsters in the game.
2: Uh, which was a little annoying at first, but the more I get into the systems, the more I'm okay with it. Um, so not
4: only do you summon and control them, but there's systems you unlock a little bit further in where you can like be doing a combo as Bayonetta, and then you can press a button to do a combo finisher that combos into an attack from a demon, which is pretty nice or there you can use the demon as almost like a parry it's they don't call it a parry but it's essentially a parry um so instead of dodging and going into witch time if you press the demon slave button like right before you take damage the demon will pop out and counter the attack and do like a big demon hit um demon so that's hit. that's like really fun to engage with i think um <laughs> What else is different? Like, the magic gauge is different now. I so ignore in the that. previous okay. two games... Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just going, man. <laughs> but in the previous two games, you had this magic gauge that, as you fought, filled up. And then once it got full, you could do, like, a uh, torture attack. Mm-hmm. Or you do, like, some sort of, like, big move. Like, in the second the game, you one. got the, the, the climax mode, where you, like, press the button and you went into, like, super mode for a few seconds.
3: I think they both had um, like that, but yeah
4: that is not a thing anymore that meter is just a regenerating meter that you use to summon your demons oh which is a bit weird don't like that as much but you also have another meter now that fills up pretty darn slowly that eventually you get like a big super move that combines some of your attacks with like some of the demon stuff and it does a lot of damage it's pretty sick um, the weapons I think are a high point in this game okay. so far. I, I don't really have that many yet, but like, you can get these yo-yos pretty early on <sighs> that are just so sick. They they're like bladed yo-yos, and you Man, throw I, them all over the place. It's so awesome.
3: I have really wanted to play Bridget in the new <laughs> Guilty Gear Strive. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So like maybe this will fill the void.
4: Uh, you can just get like this massive hammer pretty early. Uh, and the cool thing about the new weapons is well, okay, first the negative thing about the new weapons. The new weapon <laughs> system before you could ad- attach a weapon to your hands and you could attach a weapon to your feet. You can no longer do that. It's just no. one equipped weapon.
3: That <laughs> sucks! Why did they take that away? <laughs> uh,
4: you have two weapon sets so you can switch between two different weapons on the fly, in the middle of a combo, like whatever you want and each weapon has this new masquerade system behind it so each weapon is associated with one of your demon slaves and it has like special demon moves that come with it and also like traversal stuff that comes with it so like in bayonetta 1 and 2 if you double tap the dodge button you turn into like this panther and you can run real fast that is replaced by this uh, masquerade system where you get like a unique traversal mode for each weapon they so you can away like my
3: panther button
4: <laughs> so you can get the panther button back because this game has the weapons from the first game and the weapons from the second game the default oh. weapons i should say the guns and you can unlock so them the if you have the same data the blue
3: guns they're the yeah. same
4: yeah well they have unique move sets technically
3: <laughs> do they,
5: though?
4: They're kind of the same, but they technically have unique movesets, and those movesets come back identically from those games. So if you had a specific combo you used to do in the old game, you could still do it in this game with those new weapons. Uh, you unlock those by having save data from the first and second game on your system, and then you can buy them from Roden, which is kind of cool. Mm. Um, otherwise, you have to wait until after you beat the game, apparently, to unlock them. Um, but if you equip one of those, it comes with the Panther instead. So you can still get Panther button if you want.
2: Okay, <laughs> I just um, the Panther
3: button's so fun. Every game should have a button that turns you into a Panther.
4: It's
3: <laughs> all I'm the say. default.
4: The default guns turn you into like a butterfly lady because it's associated with Madama Butterfly. Um, and you can kind of like hover and fly places. Uh, the second weapon you get is associated with Gamora. He's like the big dragon-looking dude, and you turn into like this like running on all fours kind of bestial man with these big claws and you can do like a jump and then like charge up and like boost forward it's really fast and fun to use the best one so far though is again the um the yo-yos you turn into a spider and you can crawl up walls and also like swing around places that's so cool uh, and then all those weapons have like masquerade attacks associated with them as well. So you can, in the middle of your combo, like tr- partially transform into one of the demons and and do damage that way.
1: Uh, a lot of fun. Are the tra- traversal mechanics useful like out of combat? Is there like yeah? There's actually to like a, quite a bit of
4: exploration. the The maps are a lot bigger because they have to accommodate all these big. Kaiju demon things. Um and so there's a lot of little nooks and crannies that you'll go find like uh a challenge mission or a collectible or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh and a lot of times, like, especially after unlocking the spider, there's like hidden caves around sides of walls and stuff like that that like, you can like swing to and or like you have to crawl up to this area to get to this special thing. Um It's yeah, I've been I've been spending a lot more time looking Around the, the levels, um, at the same time, it doesn't seem like new weapons are missable anymore. So, like in the first two games, you had to find the parts of the LP to get the to unlock the weapon. Um, and this game, it seems like they are unlocked at least so far from story progression because you have to essentially make a contract with the demon that's associated with the weapon, and then you get the weapon, and you can use the the demon or the weapon. After that.
3: I think that's fine. I was always kind of annoyed when I learned that I missed a weapon and had to go back. Yeah. And go through it, a mission I already did.
5: Because like, kind of oh, annoying. I didn't
3: climb the wall on the left. I didn't think about that. There was a third of an LP over there.
5: <laughs> didn't yeah. get
3: it.
4: Um, and the other big change that they made is to like the economy. Um, so there's three currencies, which you're like, Oh boy, three currencies. But it's actually Mm -hmm. like a really good thing. So before you just collected like halos in the first game and they were spent on anything and and everything for Roden. Um, And that meant you had to decide between like getting some trinket that doesn't necessarily benefit your gameplay but could be cool, like a costume or something like that. Or buying a new technique that directly impacts like your combos and stuff like that. And of course you're going to go with the gameplay stuff. So I always felt like I couldn't afford to spend money on the other extra stuff. They've kind of broken that apart now. So you've got like a, like halos are for like special items in the shop, costumes, what have you. Then you have the the new currency from the new enemy type. That's like the regular items in Roden's shop, like the consumables, uh, unlocking new weapons, that kind of thing. And then you've got a third uh, currency that you get from like, you don't get it from things that drop it, you get it from like how good you do uh, oh, like the on each ranking verse system. Yeah. Hmm. And that currency is only used to unlock skills. Hmm. They're called techniques in the old game, but you have like a whole skill menu now that's not even in the shop and you can just unlock stuff on the skill tree using that currency separately.
3: So it's more like XP than Yeah. Anything else. Okay. It's essentially The better XP.
1: you score the more XP you get.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's I think that's a fine system because you're it's you're right. Good if literally, you're good at the game. <laughs> well, yeah. the thing is, though, if you're not good at the game, you don't need five more moves. You're not going to know how to use. Yeah, you're still trying to figure out how to do punch, punch, kick, you know, I guess
5: there that's are true.
4: so many moves to unlock, like. Deciding which one which trees to go down is is kind of tough. Um. And you can also unlock moves for, like, your big demon dudes as well. So that's exciting. Also, man, some of the demons, I just got one that's just kind of wild. <laughs> like, there's some weird stuff in this game, and it's, it's very exciting. Um, I haven't been able to play as the new character yet, uh, Vi- Viola. So
3: do you mean Raiden from Metal Gear Rising?
4: <laughs> yeah. So I, that's what I hear is like she plays kind of like Raiden from Metal Gear Rising, but I'm kind of disappointed I didn't get a chance to play her before coming on here. Well, I, I mean, you that. had
3: to play. You had to play Sackboy's Big Adventure,
4: right? Yeah. I did I did <laughs> have to play Sackboy's Big Adventure <laughs> with the parents and my brother for a while.
3: <laughs> we, were, we were playing something else and I, we were talking about stream stuff and I was like, oh, we could just ask Alex. He's playing Sackboy's Big Adventure? What the fuck? <laughs> what is he doing?
0: Listen, Sackboy's Big Adventure is, is pretty OP, dude.
3: I, you know what? I liked um, Little Big Planet on PS3 <laughs> back when it came out.
4: Yeah, yeah it's oh nothing it's like, like that. Oh, it's good. basically cool. nothing like Little Big Planet. It's, it's more like a 3D Mario game, almost. Hmm. Yeah. Like that style of platformer. And you can play with four players. So, if we're having
2: fun with that. There's like sections of the level that you have to do cooperatively, which is fun, but you can play the whole game solo if you want.
4: Um, okay. And there's special co op levels that have to be done in co op. You can grab your friends and throw them. That's always I fun. Mean,
2: that's not a big plan to have that kind of stuff, I feel like. Yeah. Anyways, that's not what this is about. I just wanted to roast <laughs> you for playing Sackboy's Big Adventure. Hey man, I don't know. <laughs> I was
4: I was disappointed for some reason. I I plugged my PS5 controller in because it was like, oh yeah, it's got like haptic feedback and stuff, mm-hmm. and like adaptive triggers, and none of that actually worked. And I don't know why. I didn't mm-hmm. take the time mm-hmm. to look into why that wasn't working because we already had such c- controller headaches with oh the God. Xbox controllers.
2: It's um, like a half an hour of controller problems before we played. Off. Yeah, it's rough. Real quick, last thing on Bayonetta. I'm coming around on the trivialization of the
4: combat with the big boys because there's a couple things I do that, that make it so you can't just use it all the time. One, you're vulnerable, which Jake pointed out when I brought it up to him the first time. You're vulnerable while you have your demon out. So if somebody can come smack you. That's bad. Um, Wait, can your demon like swipe through you and not damage you, though? Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to worry about that. Okay. But so you can just, you just like mow
1: down anybody that's close to you anyway,
4: right? It depends. The demons are like slow. So like if you're off fighting a big dude, you know,
2: twenty five feet away, they're not gonna be over protecting you that quickly. Um But the other thing is like they're the enemies can kill the demon well the kill. They they can like
4: Kill the demons essentially and then you can't summon them for a while they're they have like a cooldown if they get take too much damage and there are certain enemies that will just straight like one shot them like they're um, specifically uh, built for like you can't use the big guy against him because i'm just going to destroy him that kind of thing um so i mean that all comes together to make it a bit more enjoyable plus like being able to combo into their attacks from your regular attacks Incentivizes
2: using regular attacks still, so I don't know. So far, I'm I'm, I'm digging it. The story is also wild. It's like a, mul- a multiverse situation, so that's
4: been fun so far.
3: I'm I'm really glad to hear that you like it more because last time we talked, you were kind of down on, and I was like, man, I was kind of hyped for it. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I think it's funny. The biggest complaint I hear online is that people are like, oh, the story's bad. I'm like, bro, I just played Bayonetta 1 and 2. The story was always bad. <laughs> Bayonetta's <laughs> never had a good story, guys. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry you had to find out this way, but it was always
1: stupid. It was never good. It's always been this way. There's
4: one section that I've played through so far. I wonder if they'll do any more of these, but it's like a special boss fight where you summon an even bigger demon Fuck yeah. so you know i i had said something about like summoning demons all the time makes the the spectacle moments less exciting mm-hmm. they find find ways to still do that so that's that's fun but also that fight is weird because it's basically a series of rock paper scissors mm-hmm. matches like, you can block, do a range attack, or do a melee attack, and each one of those is countered by one of those. And you have to kind of guess what the enemy's going to do. It's it's strange.
3: It sounds strange.
4: Yeah, I, I wasn't that into it. But I guess it was, it was mostly f- just for, like, the spectacle of that fight. And also, like, whoever made this game clearly watched Shin Godzilla before making it, <laughs> because they ripped the crap off of that scene
2: in that movie. It's... I'm in. Very cool. <laughs> it's called Inspiration, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Anyway. Bayonetta. Cool game. Other game I've been playing I've been playing with Chad. And that's Gotham Knights. I heard that game sucked. <laughs> it's weird. It's
4: growing on me.
1: <laughs> Say more.
4: It It puts its worst foot forward, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it starts bad and then gradually gets not as bad.
0: Uh, if I had to guess, I believe people do not like this game because it does not have Arkham co- combat and it's in the in the world of like what Arkham I mean it's DC. So like yeah. you would think that they would keep following the Arkham formula. The but, combat uh, is not
4: nearly as tight as the Arkham games. Mm. And you don't have a counter button. You do have a dodge button, and if you dodge at the last second you can counter attack so it's a little there but not I've, really
1: I've <laughs> heard that like there's a lot of um, what, what is it called like there's a lot of like X does uh, like 10 different things depending on where you're pointed or like what you're near. And so sometimes you want to like punch somebody who's weak, but then when you hit the punch button, you end up punching somebody who's like on the far side of the fight rather than the dude who's about to die. Or like you jump on something when you should be punching somebody or something of that nature. I've not really experienced that. Okay, that's interesting because that's that's what I see a lot of people complain about.
4: I have not really experienced it. I've, that might be user error. I don't know. If you point <laughs> wow. your stick at somebody, you pretty player. much go at that guy.
5: <laughs>
0: the only time I think I've experienced not wanting to hit, like, hitting something that I didn't want to is if I'm trying to keep a certain enemy alive, and they, like, get in front of the guy that I'm already attacking. Mm. And Because there's times where it's like you need to interrogate, but then there's like a... You have to kill... Well... You have to knock out everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, there's no you know. killing in this game. No killing.
3: Uh, Redwood <laughs> um, does use guns. Yes. <laughs> <Just> straight <laughs> Just shooting. Just throw that out there. Yeah, but does
0: it's does rubber bullets. People. It's yeah, rubber bullets. Uh, I see. Yeah. I see. Um, it doesn't matter if you
1: shoot them in the eye. They're still alive. <laughs> yeah, you have to leave
0: one person up, and then you have to grab them, and then you have to interrogate them. But if there's you know, there's the giant guys, which you can't grab, and you can't interrogate, so you have to, you have to knock them out first, and there's so many times where I'm trying to do that and then little guys just get in front of him and I'm just like smashing on the little guy. I'm like, get out of my way. So I
2: like, grab him, throw him away, and then I continue beating up the big guy. Um, So when you first start the game, there's not a lot of options at your disposal for like what you're doing. You
4: basically just mash the one button and you kill everybody. And you steadily unlock like more abilities and perks and there's a whole gear system that turns out to matter a lot after i'd realized
2: i should engage with that (laughs) um it's weird how little they let you play with at the beginning of the game um so just a for instance
4: story caleb was watching me and chad fight mr freeze and we are fighting him for so long, so long, doing like absolutely no damage to him. We we're like, we don't understand what's happening. We checked like the level of the mission. We're appropriately leveled. I don't understand how you're supposed to beat this guy. We start looking
2: stuff up and then we realize like elements exist on gear and we can go build fire
4: damage stuff.
2: So we leave mm.
4: the mission, go back to the headquarters, craft fire damage stuff, go back and just freaking, I, I was going to say annihilate it. We didn't annihilate
0: it. Was really. much e- it was much easier, much easier to deal with. It actually felt like combat that we could succeed at rather than when we first entered, I literally uttered the words, can somebody look up how to beat
5: Mr. Freeze?
4: <laughs> <laughs> like. It seemed impossible and not impossible, but it was going to take like an hour of slowly chipping his health away. And then if we died mistakenly, then we have to restart from a checkpoint. was just awful.
0: But I, I think something that's worth mentioning is little guys, health bars, maybe six to eight attacks will, will kill them, knock them out. Uh, the bigger guys, you gotta, you just got to whale on them. Maybe 20, mm. 25, 30, 30 hits from both of us will take them out. I will um, say we're playing
4: on hard, so that might contribute to some of the bullet sponginess of the yeah. enemies.
0: So when we got to Mr. Freeze, where he has a huge health bar at the top, I just figured this was it. We were just going to have to chip away at his health yeah. for an hour and a half, two hours, you know, dodging his, his freeze attacks and uh, just, you know, trying to make do. But it is really cool that you actually have to look into the elements. Like, we're actually going through some levels now. Where we're like, all right, what what seems to be doing more damage to these guys? And Alex will have, like, one set of weapons, and I'll have a different. And then, you know, we'll, we'll name off the damage we're doing and, you know, s- try to figure out how to go about. You know, there's actually some, like, some thought going in mm-hmm. instead of just let me go in and button mash.
4: Yeah. It you seems interesting...
5: Different-
1: I was, was going to say, it seems interesting that you'd have like the different damage types so that way when you're doing your team up moments, you can just be like, oh, hey, this guy is like f- is, is like a, he, this guy is a freezy dude. So we need someone with fire and then, right. you know, like a fire guy will come out after that and then you're like, all right, you know, Alex, you get him because you got all the freezy stuff or whatever it is, like earth stuff.
4: And yeah, we have we have done some of that um, yeah, separating I separating up. Cool.
0: That like using thing. The I think two of the things that I do not like about the game currently is one, it doesn't really tell you how to change characters at all. You pretty much in the tutorial choose a character and that is what you play. Like, mm-hmm. uh, But changing characters is actually really simple. You just walk over to the armor suits on the wall and hit A and it swaps your character. <laughs> Issue with that and you know the follow up to what I kind of dislike about this game. Is you already go through uh unlocking what's called knighthood, which is your fourth ability tree. Third? Is it third? I think it's third. It's the fourth. It's one. the fourth. Okay. Yeah. Um it is not unlocked on the other characters. You have to do it again. Mm. And I don't Alex hasn't changed characters, so I don't know if that's a co op thing. As in uh because I am joining Alex's game, uh, I don't have Knighthood unlocked on the other characters. Um so that's kind of dumb. No, I'm pretty so, sure
4: character everything character related is linked to your profile
0: right okay Mm. so what that means is uh none of my other characters can collide so if i jump off a building i just fall to the ground you just fall and die (laughs)
5: hilarious you don't die
0: there's no fall damage you you when you're about to hit the ground your character will animate just grappling real quick to like up somewhere and that's it Mm. (laughs) like you just you're good up somewhere off screen even if you're on like you
4: know a place that has nothing above you yeah when you're on
1: like a boat or something there's nothing around you just like also just anchoring yourself to something definitely protects you from falling damage yeah Mm -hmm.
5: about about three feet
4: above the (laughs) ground after falling for 200 (laughs) feet
0: yeah yeah so you're fine love it there's that um and then uh momentum abilities are not unlocked on those characters so you have to redo all of those challenges but the thing is is you're redoing these challenges and you are now level 15, 13, you know, whatever. And if you're playing on the same difficulty and you're solo, it just takes like triple the time to unlock everything. Mm. And so it's just like, and then by that point, you're probably going to overlevel your or outlevel your co-op partner. So it's like you can't even yeah. just experiment with those characters, with the knighthood. You you pretty much are just locked into playing that one
1: character. That uh, sucks. Well. So. It's, Especially since there's four characters and only two players. I
4: mean, we could take the time in, in the co-op session to go choose the other two characters. Man,
0: but we are already doing all the <laughs> side missions. Just it, Once again, I'm going to use this word, eclipsing the level of yeah. uh, the main story. <laughs> it,
4: it's pretty easy to out-level the main story stuff with the, the amount of side content they give you. And some of the side content is like whatever throwaway like, a lot of it, actually. But uh, the stuff that we've been doing is actually, like, story content that's side missions. Like, the whole Mr. Freeze arc was a side villain arc because the primary uh, bad guy in this game is, like, the Court of Owls. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're out, we've are we also done stuff against
2: um Playface and, you know, Harley Quinn. Uh, Harley Quinn yeah, so that stuff's interesting. Um, The performance, not good. (laughs) Uh, Out in the city, it runs kind of poopy.
4: Once you get into the missions where it's like you're in a building somewhere, it's basically like an instance. Um, Runs fine, I think. But traversal in the
2: city and stuff like that, really not great. Uh, Traversal as a mechanic is basically like... You can grapple
4: places, Arkham City style. Um, you don't have a cape to glide with by default, so you kind of just grapple point to point to point.
0: It basically which is makes you sad. feel like Spider-Man. Yeah, I mm-hmm. was
1: say, do you feel like Spider-Man?
4: Uh, they also give you the Bat Cycle right off which you can just press a button and it'll appear next to you whenever you want. Um, that Driving that around, not a great experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Tell them about the <laughs> cooperative experience with the cycle.
4: For some reason, if Chad drives the motorcycle, he can be like 100 miles away on the other side of the city. I can hear a little whining of a motorcycle, no matter where he is.
0: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I don't know why. I'm annoyed by it every time. Also, the co-op experience, whoever is the guest of the game, uh, the cars have a weird load-in um basically <laughs> it just looks like cars are harry potter carring uh through yeah, the sky like
1: flying around trying yeah. to hit you yeah yeah and, and, and it's
0: because it's like it's it's loading in behind you but it's supposed to be in front of you and so it'll just like whoosh, and then like appear out of nowhere but like land, it's just, it's weird Not i
2: right, was dying
0: yeah. laughing like seeing buses and cars just literally just flash by me
2: hmm
4: like the technical out experience out has not been excellent. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't really said anything about it, which is concerning, but I mean... AAA games in
1: 2022. It's,
4: pl- it's playable. I haven't had I, that much of a problem
0: with it. I think <laughs> the fun factor of the game was questionable until we actually went through the Mr. Freeze stuff uh, because everything was kind of like really interesting with the, the way that story was told. And then once you get to the boss and you actually figure out the elements, like, like, okay, this game actually takes a little bit of a brain and, and it's not just button mashing. And there's that, you know, the abilities you're given aren't just like throwaways. Like you actually have to use them properly, uh, such as one of, one of your abilities is, um, a big like blast. Uh, I think it's called something different between the, the heroes. Yeah,
4: the um, different heroes have unique abilities, but they're they have like a same like type of ability yeah. essentially.
0: So, what what that one does and the thing that we figured out is it like doubles your elemental damage. And so you could be wailing on Mr. Freeze and the elemental bar, like there's a little circle of the the fire would be going up slowly, but as soon as you use that that ability, he just catches on the fire and he starts taking the
2: fire damage tick tick over tick and it's pretty much how you're supposed to beat him. Um, I think just applying co-op to the style of game makes it way better.
4: Uh, that's like what got us through the beginning of the game is it was just kind of fun to just goof around and beat up goons together and like be in a room and try to, Stealth take down everybody together. Be like, there's two guys next to each other. Can you get that guy? I'll get this guy and then count down and stealth assassin him. That kind of thing. Um, you can. There's also like some co-op stuff with uh, certain abilities. Like Chad has a thing that he can run around and and heal me with sometimes. And I have like this AOE I can put down to heal allies. Um, th- there's certain abilities in my tr- my tree that. Playoff off of who's playing with me so like i get 15 percent extra melee damage if i have batgirl with me right now and i also have
2: another ability that can give allies stats based on some conditions um all that co-op stuff i think makes it a lot better hmm. i don't know i think the deeper we get
4: into it the more i'm enjoying it which i think might be the case for a lot of people b- based on reviews. Because, like, Steam has gone from mostly negative to mostly positive at this point.
2: Yeah. For this game. Which is something you don't really see, I feel like, usually. I mean, I think, odd, I think it's really twofold.
0: One, it's not Arkham Combat. And then two, I, I think I wouldn't play this game if I was doing it solo. So I think, mm, yeah. think co op is yeah. definitely the way to do it. Interesting that they didn't do four-player with four characters. Yeah, weird
1: that was um, not four-player. I wonder <laughs> if it was supposed to be, and they just couldn't figure out how to do it well enough that they were just like, nah, fuck it, we're just doing yeah, two and be done with it. People were dying
0: to the Harry Potter cars because mm-hmm. of how oh. bad they loaded in.
1: The co- um, also, just being in the city with your co-op
4: partners a little weird because it's completely untethered, so you can just go wherever you want. Mm. And... Chad will just be like, wait, where are you at? And I'm like, oh, I'm just on the southern island taking care of this crime. And he's like all the way to the north end
0: like doing something else. Initially, it was horrible because if he's all the way south and I'm all the way north and he's starting a mission, there's zero possibility that I'm getting there before (laughs) it's finished. Or he's failing it. Uh, But then you go through and you unlock every single uh, fast travel point, which takes what, like maybe an hour or two into the game you have to actually, like that's how far you have to play before you yeah. actually talk to the person to, to start unlocking. Once you unlock all those you get to your partner whenever you want and I think, I think that is a downfall. I think if you're playing co-op, all the waypoints should just be unlocked initially mm-hmm. because trying to keep up with partners that are just like, I'm doing these triangles or I'm doing, you know, these premeditated events, like ridiculous when you don't have the fast travel
4: uh, I also just read today that there is a free DLC coming out this month that will be a four player mode. Ooh, mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Separate mode.
0: It's going to be a horde mode, that's it? <laughs>
1: Probably. Maybe.
4: Yeah. So I'm going to need, be, you know, two other people it'll to be a PvP play through this horde mode. Oh, yeah? Are you?
1: I don't think you're going to get that, Alex. Sorry.
4: i going to need two other people to play this game so that they can play with me and Chad when the <laughs> DLC drops. Is It'll it not something to- that
0: you could just jump yeah. into? So we could just. I mean, I guess you can't start a new game. It would overwrite the previous game, which is stupid. You should be able to have multiple <laughs> save files.
1: It'll be yeah, interesting
4: to compare know. this game to the new Suicide Squad when that comes out. Um, I'm 99% <laughs> sure it's going to be way better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's actually Rockstar. It, like, this is the same dev that made Arkham the Origins. Land. If that says Arkham anything. Game. The the one that nobody likes A. of the Arkham games. <laughs> Sorry, I said the, so. the worst Arkham game. Yeah, okay. But at least not mean to. I here. actually <laughs> never played Origins.
3: It's, man, it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's,
2: <laughs> Whoa. <well, laughs> glowing it's review. Very fine. Six
3: out of ten.
2: <laughs> man. Yeah. Gotham Knights. I actually think it's kind of worth checking out, maybe on sale. I I really look forward to being on Humble Bundle.
5: Is what I will say. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I I think that it would be a game that I would be interested in picking up on sale, just because from your the, the way that your experience of this game is, and you know, not to beat a dead horse, uh, it sounds a lot like my experience in Fallout seventy six of like, here's a game that the community fucking hates, but it's actually kind of fun, and it actually isn't that bad as long as you got a friend to play it with.
4: I don't think they're the same. <laughs>
1: God, you know, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, then, man. <laughs> Try to be nice.
0: Has Fallout seventy six ever had a mostly positive review?
2: The thing uh, is, is that
4: if the game, nice. if
1: it's pretty solid,
4: if Gotham Knights had stayed the way it was
2: in the beginning, up until this point, it would have been a much different conversation on this podcast. I think. I think it's it's come around. Gotham not nice on Game Pass? I feel like that would be Probably a Game not. Pass game. I don't think so. On It should be a Game Pass game. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Anyway, we um, talked a lot about
4: different Bayonetta games today, but also I think we have a little bit of an update on the Controversy.
3: Yeah, so th- this is kind of dead. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I, th- I feel like we kind of nailed it last time where we were like, mm-hmm. yeah, she said some really weird stuff and then Jason Scryer basically called her a liar. Like, not that makes yeah. him sound like a petty teenage girl. He's a reporter and he found <laughs> facts that basically contradicted what she said. And then she came out and was like, oh, okay, you think I'm a liar, but here's the thing. I lied the entire time. So now who's the idiot? And it's like, um still you yeah it's you still actually you.
5: <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it was
3: really weird like the article came out and was like yeah so platinum offered her like way more money than she claimed they offered her and like all these details and then she came out and was like some people are like misrepresenting what i'm saying a lot of people are lying out there and the truth is that everyone's lying and i told the truth the first time but then when she explained it, she explained that she lied the first time. It's it was really
1: bizarre. <laughs> she, she basically f- ended up claiming that they were only going to pay her the amount that they were going to pay her for the cameo appearance for the yes. whole game. She was very
3: specific thing. for the whole game. They were going to pay her 4000, yeah. which is what they were going to give her to record a few cameo lines. Yeah. And like the which... only thing I
4: can I can say in her defense is like maybe she meant the whole game her part in the whole game, you know? <laughs> i don't know like <laughs> i don't man I think she's, because I think the she's only just performance just she would have had in the entire game is that cameo but i
3: think she's just a liar man yeah like, yes yeah.
4: that seems i don't
3: know her i don't want to call her out on my podcast Probably. but like maybe don't lie online in front of everyone <laughs> you know what i mean like you don't have to say the right thing 100 of the time but you also can't like call for a boycott loudly and publicly and try to shame them for not paying you what you're worth while also lying about what they yeah. tried to pay you yeah, by, I like, know. a lot.
1: It's pretty messed up.
3: I, I just, I don't know, man. It's so weird. I don't know why she did this.
1: Yeah. You, you'd think you would know that that's, like, an easy thing that somebody could end up fact-checking or uh, the company yeah. could, like, release the records and be like, no, we didn't do that.
3: Like, the, Actually, only, the only way this could work out, right, is if she said it and Platinum was like, oh, we can't say anything. <laughs> so I guess she's right. <laughs> Which, like, I mean, they kind of did,
1: but then they, they got did some for a while,
3: but then, like,
5: info, right?
3: yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. It just it seems like there's no way this was going to work out, right? Because now yeah. nobody likes her. Yeah, her voice no- acting career is basically over. Not that she right? did a lot. I think she was basically Bayonetta, and that's like the whole list. But like, I just, I don't know. It feels like there's not. She didn't get anything out of this. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She
1: got a bunch of publicity for a bit. And now it's all bad. bad. Now it's all bad. It was good for for a bit. She got
4: a bunch of publicity for Bayonetta 3. True. That's true. Also true.
3: I don't. Just weird. Like I said, I feel like we nailed it the first time we talked about it. I just wanted to like, a little bit has changed. So I wanted to circle back to it. Yeah. Just some weird person, I guess.
1: Yeah, I I think you also hit on a very good point of just, like, what are you going to do after this, right? Like, who's hiring you after this of just being, like... You know, I, I feel like she was just, like, kind of wanted to, like, lead the revolt and went, like, who's with me? And then looked around and no one. And it's like, okay, goodbye now. Bye. Yeah.
3: I mean, so the worst part, right, is that, like, if anyone does get like criminally underpaid, nobody's going to fucking believe them because, oh, this is just like that Bayonetta chick.
1: Yeah. Said
0: yeah.
3: Unless, she was underpaid. Unless but they had the
1: receipts. <laughs>
3: right. But then you're breaking NDA and you're probably going to yeah. get your pantsuit off.
0: Like, yeah.
3: it just sucks, man. I don't know. Yeah. She sucks. The whole thing sucks. Sounds like Bayonetta 3 is really cool, though. So <laughs> at That's least nice. there's something. Well, it
1: sounds yeah. like Bayonetta 3 is kind of cool started out not cool now it's like kind of cool so now it's like mm. i don't
3: know alex had the magic <laughs> words no children no
1: yep. i yes. like that a lot he also said no yet. children
3: yet
5: man her <laughs> eyes
0: really fair, doesn't like children huh
3: the first two games weren't like oh there's no children at the beginning it's like hey look at this fucking dreadlocked child we oh. came up with he turns into a squirrel <laughs> i'm like yeah why that wasn't like
4: the, the first level it's oh, okay like, yeah. the
3: first cutscene yeah. is about Dreadlock Boy. Stupid. Anyway, Okay, though,
4: he's, he's half of God, so...
3: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's okay. okay. That's... <laughs> the plot's not good. Listen, it's not a good no, plot. No, the
4: story is incredible, which is why people are upset about 3 <laughs> and the story not being great.
3: I don't know why. Any, anyone who's <laughs> upset... Did you play the first two? Because they're also really bad guys. They're the worst.
4: Oh man. I just read something about like the game director saying like a while ago he said that he had an outline for like nine parts of Bayonetta. This is like part three. What? For the story, because the story's so important. He had <laughs> yeah. like laid out nine parts. <laughs>
3: you had to plan it all out. Yeah. And sure, then he sure. just
4: tweeted recently that like nine parts not might not be enough to contain it all.
3: Oh my so. god.
4: So we're and didn't Everybody said the stories are bad.
1: Like the stories bad. Find an editor, my guy. Like it, took, it took.
4: like seven years to get this third game out. So yeah,
5: we'll be they, finishing
4: the Bayonetta saga in
2: like fifty years. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be in our deathbed. Whatever, man. <laughs> um,
4: another the news. There's also like a bunch of Silent Hill announcements.
3: Yeah, they are. So they're, they're like. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wow, <laughs> wow.
3: They're making Silent Hill 2. Um, hmm. Again, I guess they did the HD collection. Everyone hated it, so they're going to take mm. another crack. Uh, this time it's Blooper Team. Who? Definitely they make games.
2: <laughs> I don't It's That's good to
5: know. Everybody's
4: seriously Googling Blooper Team.
3: So they, they made Layers of Fear. Oh, and the Blair Witch game. Oh, in the medium. Oh, in the medium. Good call. Um, I don't think they're going to do a
5: good job.
3: <laughs> I don't, like, admittedly, I've only played Layers of Fear. But I've kept up with their work decently, and, um, I mean, I, I've not bought any of them. I don't know. I, I feel like, A, I don't think Silent Hill 2 really needs to be remade. I think it's perfect as is. I don't really think. You know, no notes. They nailed it. (laughs) I don't think you need to make another one. Uh, So I feel like this remake's only going to be worse. And I don't think Blooper Team is the ones to do it. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else has any thoughts on that. but
4: I feel like they just looked at the Resident Evil 2 remake and all that did. And are like, we should do that, right?
3: I guess. But like Resident Evil is about shooting zombies in the head and killing them with a knife. Like, Silent Hill 2 is like kind of a different beast. It's very, like, psychological and quiet and foreboding. Mm. Like, there's, there's a lot of symbolism and a lot of story, and it's very, like, quietly sad, kind of. I don't, I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. To be fair, it's not like there's another team where I'm like, oh, yeah, they would do a great job. Like, I feel like Silent Hill 2 is like, just leave it. You don't need to touch it anymore. And you did it. Good job. Yeah. Just leave it be.
4: Also, where's Silent Hills at?
3: honest, (laughs) honestly, if you're going to do anything with Silent Hills, do that. Do the one everyone was super fucking excited about. Yeah. And clearly inspired Resident Evil seven, which revitalized the entire franchise and made it like a huge hit these days. Just do that. I don't know, Konami. Stop making pachinko machines
5: (laughs) do Silent Hills.
3: Because they Uh, did... What else did they announce? Silent Hill F, which is set in Japan. Which... I mean, we don't know anything about it. I don't know. Silent Hill's always been set in America. So, like, kind of a weird... Feels like it shouldn't even be Silent Hill. But whatever. That's (laughs) fine. I'm open-minded. Maybe it'll be good. And there was another one, Silent Hill Ascension. uh, Which they also just put out, like, a cinematic trailer for... I think we know even less about this one. It feels like it should be a PSP game, honestly. (laughs) With a name like that.
4: Yeah, it sounds like it.
3: But I I don't know, man. I'm I am so surprised to see Konami coming back to video games at all. I thought they were like, fuck it, we're doing pachinko machines and everyone can suck my dick like whatever. Yeah, so I, I don't know what inspired them to come back. Maybe they realized they could make a bunch of money on the Silent Hill name. I don't know if they'll do a good job with any of their properties for a while. They've just been putting out
2: stinker after stinker. But I guess we'll see. Maybe maybe Bloober Team will prove me wrong and they'll knock it out of the park. Yeah, um, I think the last thing that we just have to talk about here is. Uh, Owen and New York
4: City for some reason. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know that we, you know, you said that we don't really uh, um, uh, talk about stories that much and, you know, things outside of uh, the tech world. Um, but it just, it was a very cool life event of things. And I I strongly recommend people, if you have an opportunity to do this, but I, uh, I took a helicopter ride around New York City doing a photography flight with no doors on. Um, and... It's probably one of the coolest fucking moments of my entire life, and it was so neat to be able to use the, um, the technical prowess and technology of the uh, photography that I've learned over so many years, uh, in such a high stakes kind of uh, a situation um and it's just it was just such a very interesting thing and and so i would recommend like if you get a chance to do it to to just do it uh just because like it's terrifying but also really cool and like it, especially if you're into photography like it just brings your photos to another level to be able to hopefully you know I mean? elevate them <laughs> it, it would it would elevate your photography Gosh. like you're getting angles and you're getting the ability to see things that like not a lot of people get a chance to do. Um, and there's terrifying. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, there is like so there are no doors. The only thing that's holding you into the helicopter is like a 1970s seat belt. Um, the helicopter is very small. Um, Not about that life. Yeah, That's I've never cool. done a helicopter ride before. Uh, Maybe other people have. Um, Man. But if you haven't, like, the first couple of feet you're in the air, you're just kind of like, you feel like you're kind of like taking, like, a, a um, you know, like a roller coaster of some sort, right? Because like, it kind of, like, lifts you up a little. And you're like, oh, this is cool. You know, I'm strapped in. It lifts me up a little. But then you realize, like, no, this, this thing just moves wherever the guy next to me is moving it. And I think that's the other terrifying thing, is like, I was sitting shotgun, mm. and so all of the buttons, the little joystick that he's using, <laughs> everything's to my right. If I just lean too much, I kill everybody. <laughs> right? Like, that's... I, I, my knee was literally touching the uh, little, like, control stick that the guy was using. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, if I just like jerk my knee, we go sideways. <laughs> uh, and so it was uh it was kind of terrifying in a way of of um like I can't go too far right. And so then I'm trying to like use this open door space that I have to my left because there are no doors here. Yeah, Got uh, so how, much
4: room on that side.
1: Yeah, but you know something <laughs> uh the the laws of aerodynamics still apply to you and so just (laughs) like when you stick your hand out of a moving car window and it goes backwards yeah fucking so do you which I learned when I was I was using a telephoto lens, so I have this long lens on my camera, and I stick <sighs> like I lean a little bit to my left, so that way the bar of the uh, front windshield isn't like in my way of the shot of the city, and the wind hits the front of my lens, and I'm holding it, and it just rips it sideways and luckily i had a death grip on my te- on my uh camera and i had a strap around my neck anyway but like just the fear of feeling it get hit by the wind and just go flying and i was like oh no this is bad
0: um that reminds me of the time that i was on the back of uh parents friends uh motorcycle and for some reason my body made me put my foot on the ground as we were riding, Oh, my, no. my foot hits the ground and goes, whoo. he turns around and goes, what
5: are you doing?
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. The, uh, the, the, the thing that this, like, uh, that they, they always post on the social media for the, the helicopter, Tours and things is that when you do doors off, you know, you're supposed to take shots of your feet dangling off the side of the helicopter uh, Ah. over, you know, whatever the big thing is. And so, like, ours was like Central Park. And I know that they slow down the helicopter, but the helicopter still has to have movement to keep flight going. And so we get to the Central Park, and I stick one leg out and it flies backwards making me do like a split and then i just like tuck it back in and he's like no nah, no nah, man you gotta do both you gotta do both and i'm sitting there i was like i'm good <laughs> Gosh. And. The the my friend that went with me was sitting directly behind me, and he sees my leg stick out, fly backwards, and snap back in. And so what he's the pilot's telling me to do both, and then he turns around and he says, "Oh yeah, you want to go now?" And my friend who's behind me is just like cowering in his seat. He's like, <laughs> "Nope, I'm good. My legs are staying this way. We are staying inside the craft at all times." <laughs> hands, arms, legs, everything inside the vehicle. Um, but like once you get past the fear of it and just how terrifying that is because like that's vaguely weird and dangerous and a sensation you'll never feel again. Um, it's just so cool. Like I I got some really neat shots of just like uh, people playing soccer and it's just so cool to see like just like from above all the little colors like running across the field And all the cars going around the highways there just look like tiny little models. And, uh, you know, it's just, like, a cool time. And so I just wanted to bring up the idea of, like, hey, uh, technology is crazy. Um, you know, flight is just some weird magic that I don't understand. Um, and that people should do it. And there's, like, there's aerial tours for all over the goddamn place. Um... There's one for Baltimore that I found, and I was like, I don't know why I'd fly around Baltimore, but I'm probably gonna do it because why the fuck not? <laughs> I don't
3: know why I would fly around Baltimore, <laughs> but I'm gonna do it.
1: Yeah, it's cool.
3: fun. It's, it works. It's, 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 it's a I fun time. I feel like you have answered your question, then, my
5: guy. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know.
2: Great. Go on a <laughs> helicopter. That sounds yeah. awful.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I I was like no.
2: Fun.
4: I'm cool with planes because you're like enclosed and you don't really have to think about how high you actually are. uh don't think I'd like the open air helicopter. I'm also cool with like roller coasters usually because you got like so much stuff around you. Like you got the mm-hmm. big like over the shoulder and everything. You're like locked in there. So usually I'm fine on that. You can go up real high. Anything where I'm like on my own. You got a seatbelt up high.
5: You seatbelt, you my guy. seatbelt
4: would not feel secure enough i don't think for me to be <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. you've got
1: a seatbelt across your lap and you're you know like you know towering above the city and just thinking about it you know one wrong move and everything just goes to shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just don't
3: make a wrong move i don't exactly. it seems, it seems easy to me i don't know
1: i feel like you
0: skipped the progression order of going in a helicopter and then going in a
1: helicopter with no doors mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The greatest, scariest one. Mm. I mean, I, I think that... Well, the idea was that the helicopter with doors would then have glares on the window. And since we were going to take the pictures, yeah. we want no glare. And so you just got to take the doors off. Makes sense. Uh, also, make sure that when you are, uh, you know, using your camera... Uh, jack up your iso and shoot really really fast because you're in a moving object and in a moving object you have to have a very quick shutter to make sure what you're looking at is sharp and it's better to have a sharp picture that's kind of grainy from your iso than having a blurry picture that's nice and smooth
4: what what if i tap the take picture button on my phone
1: uh that, that was actually uh the ben was shooting with his sony and his phone i was shooting with a gopro and my uh dslr and um his phone actually took the best video he nice. was using his just his i is like you know iphone pro 13 he doesn't have the new one he has like a, a model back um but it was smooth as fuck. Like all of the videos that he took on that, and the pictures looked great. It was honestly very well done. For I was impressed by all of that, um, and it needed very little editing. Whereas his um, his Sony stuff out of his uh, his mirrorless, I needed to clean up a bit more, but mm-hmm. still good shots. Not too bad. Nothing crazy.
2: Cool. Yeah. Well,
4: I think we're gonna get out of here. I just want to mention that we are doing the 24-hour stream this weekend. By the time you're listening to this, if you listen promptly, (laughs) it could be in a few hours. It could be already happening, depending on what time you start listening to this. So um, November 5th, 4.20 a.m. Eastern Time, we will be starting and going for 24 hours. That means we are ending at 3.20 a.m. Eastern Time the following day because daylight savings um so yeah come by donate to the cause because we love children despite <laughs> despite despite everything way, we've said everything that night. we said on this podcast tonight we uh, look, yeah.
3: we just we really want to keep them in hospitals that's what we're about here put <laughs> children in hospitals <laughs>
4: no and New we Uganda? fund their stay yes. <laughs> through video games
3: it's on us
4: <laughs> yeah uh we'd love to see you guys so uh, come come check us out
5: Bye! Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>